<laughs> yeah, and we back again with another episode of the Player Moves Only Podcast, Flies Podcast in the City. And today, my special guest is Danny Tripps, um, owner and founder of Ilverly. Uh, real dope dude. I'm so glad we were able to uh, sit down and chop game for a little bit. He actually drops a lot of gems too, you know, when it comes to this, um, to the clothing game and, you know, creating your own brand. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Make sure to like, subscribe, and let's get into the motherfucking show, bitch. Cool, and we back again with another episode of the Player Moves Only podcast. Today, I got a very special guest that I made sure that I brought on for the new setup because, you know, just as the uh, podcast and platform evolves, you know, I, I got to make sure that it represents my guests. Um, and, you know, just to, it's always cool talking to dope people, bro. So, like, from the very beginning, like, I, I wanted to bring you on and, you know, it's kind of cool that I didn't because now that I get to bring you on into the new set, it's like it, fit, it fits perfectly, bro. So my yeah. new, my guest today, Danny, man, how you doing? Doing good, man. Really proud to be here. Hell and yeah. it's an honor, too. Real shit. Like, Hell yeah. Makes me real, like, feels good. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm almost dead, bro. So, like, um, you know, something that really stood out to me uh, with you in particular is, you know, you've been doing the, uh, the clothing game for a while now um you started your own brand back in 2013 yeah 2013, 2013 straight cool. out of high school yeah so um there's been so much evolution you know with what i've seen from the outside and this was actually before you know i i personally knew you i think um we might have crossed paths back when we were working at the mall at one time oh swear yeah yeah, yeah. i uh used to drop off shoes to kwang is that is it yeah, kwang kwang he's he the owner the... of mainland right uh, co-owner. co-owner. He's, he was the main, like, his brother was the owner of Mainland, and Kwong was mo- mainly the owner of, like, Kinetic. Got it. Oh, okay, okay. So Kinetic was, like, the store, like, the flagship store, like, of Mainland. So it was, like, you know, collaboration in a way. Got it, got it. So, yeah, man, he used to always want to be on top of the Jays, and um, I definitely... Damn, you were one of those guys, because I yeah. kid you not, bro, like... It would be every other week or every month at least, just someone would be coming in and like stack of shoes and they're like, oh, yeah. this is for Kwan. Like, All right, just drop it off the back. Yeah, most This guy had his own pe- personal deliveries every single time. Honestly. And uh, yeah, I would slide with my boy Andy and um, you would be there. You'd be working there at the oh, time. Shit. So you were just like a sales associate at the time? Were you a manager? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, sales associate. I started there literally in high school too. I got hired there my senior year, was there for a few years and uh, I had the opportunity to move up, just didn't decide to. Got yeah, it. I've been there for a while, though. So you started 2013, and then while you were working there, you started your first uh, clothing brand, which was Infant Legacy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, so yeah, let's let's dive into it, bro. <laughs> like, how where did how did this idea start, and how uh, did that come about? Damn. Uh, so the whole concept and idea literally started with me when I was, like, 13. Started when I was in middle school. Um, during that time, I was, like, a, I was a huge skater. And, like, the whole skate culture was, like, a huge impact into like what influenced me just because during the time like growing up in san jose um especially at 13 i don't really wasn't familiar with like big brands or like skate shops or anything like the closest thing we had was zoomies so i would beg my parents to take me to zoomies just to get me like new t-shirts new jeans everything and just because like you know i was a skater so i'll try to follow up with the trends of like the whole skater look um then it came to a point where i got the idea from a, a good friend of mine at the time where um, I told him because I wanted to start a brand, like where I wanted to make T-shirts for us, and then he gave me the idea 
of turning into a clothing brand instead of it just being for us. Just because I thought it would be a cool idea, like me and my group of friends just have our own t-shirts. And he gave me the idea, and I was like, all right, cool. But, you know, me being in eighth grade at 13 years old, you know, I was like, I don't know how to start this shit. So as time went by, uh, I was in high school. And there was, like, two two guys I knew at the time that had their own clothing brand. And from then on, uh, hold on, I'm, like, getting, like, whole sidetracked right no, now. No, 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 you're good. So <laughs> so you um you got inspired by two of the homies that were already starting yeah, yeah. thing? Well, one of them I was, like, real close to, and mm-hmm. then the other one, like, I hardly knew, but they are partners, and they were popping at the time. Like, everybody, like, would rock them. And so, so this is, like, 2000 and, like... What, eight, 2007? So, yeah, so high school, I started high school in 09. I'm old, so I hope no one judges me, but yeah, oh, I'm old. <laughs> No, we're like the same age, I think. Oh, for real? When did you graduate? In 2013. Yeah, me too. Oh, shit, okay, yeah. never mind. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, no, for no, some no, reason, I thought you were younger. No, but, um, <laughs> so, let's say 20, 2008, like, what's, 2008, right? Like, okay, yeah, 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 so what's, what's popping at that time, like? Is Drake, is Drake kicking off? Maybe like, like 2010. Uh, 2009, I feel like Drake was kicking off. 2008 for me, honestly, during my middle school years, yeah. I was like a What was huge, inspiring you? Dude, I was a rocker kid. Like, I was, like long hair. I like that long Justin Bieber hair. Like, I was like super, super skater boy. Like skinny ass jeans. But yeah. like, I wore tall tees still. Like, yeah. the whole hyphy era, I feel like was still in there. Because I'd go to Zoomies. I was like 13 years old. I don't know how tall I was, but... All, all the sizes I'd get in t-shirts are large. So I'd look <laughs> yeah. like a popsicle, bro. Big yeah. ass tee with some skinny ass jeans. Like, that yeah. was my style. And yeah, just honestly, I was just that weird kid, like just listening to fucking rocker music. At what were you school. listening to? Uh, Good Charlotte. Good, Good Charlotte, Charlotte was like oh, one of like dude. my go-to. Good so Charlotte, Sum Forty One, Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, like your average like punk rock bands. Like yeah. that was like my go-to. Dude, Good Charlotte. I actually just found a picture of me with uh, the two lead singers, or Joel Madden and Benji. Like they were brothers. Oh, shit, yeah, I just yeah. found a picture of me with them. This was like two. That's hard. Yeah, dude. It was, That's hard. Yeah, right. And I actually tagged. Uh, both of them, and they they seen it, but it's it is a trip, bro. Like I was fucking I don't know ten years old, and, damn. And they were they were like uh, lifestyle, the rich and the famous, dude. Like, that was bangers, bro, bangers. Yeah, Honestly, yeah, until no, to this day, I, like I'll, I'll be putting like Pandora on, and like I put like my Weezer radio, and Good Charlotte be popping on. I'm like, dude, this brings back memories. That's like, a like, fact, bro. Like um, people think I'm weird for like not weird, but like they wouldn't see me as that type. Of, like, dang, you listen to this shit? Like, yeah. I was like, this is my white people side right here. Like, <laughs> you know, this is my white yeah. side of listening to rock and roll or like punk and shit. Yeah, work when I'm working out. Sometimes when I'm I'm driving solo, bro, I'll throw on some like alternative, like Fall Out Boy. <laughs> Uh, good Charlotte. Yeah. yeah, that's all those all those bands were fire. Yeah, that's I was like uh, when I think of like 2008, that was like my era of so, like yeah of that whole like of music and then like also too Kid Cudi was like a big inspo as well. But yeah, 2008, yeah, it was just that whole of uh, just punk rock and all that, and then it led up to me going to high school and my style started changing, and I was being more aware of like fashion and sneakers. Like when I got to high school is when I got into big in sneakers. And then it just kind of just led on. I got more inspiration and ideas of how I wanted to start my brand and just kind of just, like, transition from everything what was that your, was. What was your first pair of sneakers? Ever? Like, what would you just say, like, was really that one that did it for you? Like, damn, these... Like, oh, like, my first pair of sneakers. It's got to be, gotta be in the my, my freshman year, 09, my sister got me a pair of Shadow Ones. That was the first time I ever gotten Jordans. And sneakers, like straight up, like that was the first time I ever got sneakers and Jordans, and it was a pair of Shadow Ones, and they're on sale at Shoe Palace. 
since I knew like this is like the ones and like the hype of sneakers weren't like popping back then, but yeah, hell no, dude. Like they were you shitting on walk- shelves, like it was on shelves, on shelves. And I remember, like, I walked in the first time with her, and I told her, "Go, I like these." And she even said it too. And like, they're on sale for like ninety bucks. Like, I don't know. You remember back in the day on Street Palace, you used to have the red sale tags. Yeah. I still remember like, it was yesterday. I had a red sale tag, and it said like seventy nine ninety nine or eighty nine ninety nine, like some crazy shit like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, today that would never happen. But that was the first sneaker I ever gotten, and then from then on, like. Just slowly just got me into, like, sneakers and Jordans and shit. Got it. And so, uh, high school is when you get the idea. Um, how did Infant Legacy come about? Um, I took, like, a very long time. Like, it went from, like, eighth grade all the way to, like, my senior year. Because my mentor at the time, like, who, who had that brand, you know, I was asking him for advice and all that. And he told me, like, you know, take your time. Don't rush it. Find the right, like, pretty much, like, your right look style and like if you're trying to have a message that you're trying to put out like have it a meaningful message and all that so i took the longest time but at the same time like i was a teenager so you know like it was hard for me to decide what i want to do and like how i wanted to look and like the inspiration the brands i was looking at and like during that time a big inspo my favorite brand at the time was black scale so i was all about the all black look like the devilish upside down cross like the whole the whole era or time was like popping for me is this uh i, I might be mistaken but um like asap was definitely yeah. like rocking the, yeah when the he had that scale. funeral hat yeah so this is around that time yeah right? so when this is really like 2011 like 2012 they were pushing and black scale was just popping everybody's rocking black scale mm-hmm. and that was like a huge inspo so i was like all right like my look even till today like all black is still my look um so i went from there and i was like trying to think like all right like let me try to figure out like you know, the name was, like, the hardest part. You know, everybody has to find, like, a right name. And at the time, I had a group of friends. It was four of us. And literally each of us was totally different styles. Like, we didn't really like them. Like, you know, I remember in my last podcast I did a couple years ago, I said the same thing. Like, we were, like, we were like a mutt group. Like, we did not fit together. Like, if you would see us, like, in the hallways or in class, you guys would be like, what the fuck? You know, like. They just this is this like, is most, like you know usually everybody like sticks with the same like type of group the soccer kids yeah the, football players you know basketball players Jays. yeah or whatever yeah now we're just like a total mutt but we're all into the same shit so from then like you know we all dressed differently but had the same taste and like pretty much like we had a lot of things in common which like we're like all grew up together so from then i was like all right i'm trying to think of like original style something like originality and so me, like, I went home one time. I, I even bought a thesaurus. Like, I think I, I don't even think I bought it. I think I stole it from, like, for, like one of my classes. And I had a thesaurus. I was, like, like looking for the word originality, trying to find, like, different, like, terms or ways of going there, like, from first or beginning. And infant popped up. And at the time, I thought it was cool. Like, infant and then, like, you know, legacy. I thought of, like, legacy was something I already thought of, you know, thinking forever. Like, you know, I'm trying to, like, have something forever. And or leave a legacy behind, like, if I, like, do things right and I get myself popping and and infant was just I don't really think it through like now when I think of it I'm like that was such a dumb name <laughs> but when at the time I thought it was really cool just because when I looked it up you know it was talking about first like beginning first like and then like also a baby you know like the be- like a baby had something like it's a new beginning right there so at the time I thought it was cool like all right like a new beginning legacy like something first and beginning so I was like all right that sounds cool but mind you I wasn't thinking like oh uh, like Infant, like, the first thing people they hear infant is baby. baby. So, at the time, at, like, 16, 17 years old, I wasn't thinking that. So, obviously, so, I was like, all right, this is cool. 
And that's at that point, I was like, all right, this is cool. Like, I'm going to stick with that name. We'll run with it. Uh, but till this day, like, as years went by, I was like, that name sounds stupid as shit. Like, it was like a big regret of mine. And that's why, like, I transitioned to, like, the whole new branding. And I was like, I got to get rid of that. Because even, like, when I'd meet people or when they'd see my brand, they'd be like, oh, it's a, it's a cool sweater you got on or a cool shirt. Um, and I'd be like, oh, thank you. And they're like, oh, is that, like, like a baby brand or something? And I'm like, fuck, like. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> not, not, not to describe credit your um you know your reasoning because you know i actually did some research and like i um had heard you say once like you know if you don't believe in what you're doing don't even fucking do it oh yeah for sure but you know it from what i've seen is that you really like treated that brand like it was like like, i mean you created it from the ground up oh yeah from like i mean right now when we like just Speaking of the name wise, this is like obviously like, you know, growth, you know, your mind changes as you grow, you know, like you're not the same person and you don't have the same mentality or mindset as you were before. But yeah, um, but my my, um, point is like, it's just incredible how, you know, even like it's it's so dope to see like, you know, that you you look at it differently now and you you've grown into this brand, which we're going to jump into right now. Yeah. But like. At the time you believed in that. Oh, yeah. So like you you got it popping. And um there's actually something I wanted to talk to you about because I actually also heard that there was some controversy at the time with the logo. Is that mm. is that damn, is that bro? You yeah. did your damn research I, I, on yeah, this. Yeah, I definitely wanted to make sure, like, you know, we, we got into it. But like, bro, yeah, I feel like I'm in like an episode of Complex where you're just bringing <laughs> out some crazy or not even Complex. What's hey, that? That Narwhal. one interview? Yeah. Yes, dude. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh my Shout god. Out Narwhal, man. Hey, up, I don't bro. know what you're, happened to that You're guy. putting me in this position where I was like, damn, this guy really did his research and started remembering <laughs> no, shit. No. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's so funny. I, I, just, I did. I thought about him the other day, and I was like, what the fuck happened to that guy? Yeah, But, I mean, there's no, there's no concerts yeah. or anything, so he's he's at the crib fucked but up But right no, now. you bringing up Shout out last... Hardwire, man. I'm going to have to tag him in this. <laughs> La- these last couple questions is that he popped in my head. I was like, damn, this bro really did his research. Yeah, no, I'm almost dead, bro. But, no, yeah. So, I... yeah, uh, so if you could speak on the, the controversy that was behind the uh, the logo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, to start off, like, I had my, my first logo as a triangle. Like, I was big on a triangle. I don't know what it was in high school um, that caught me, caught my attention on it. And, like, it was it was huge on it for me. And so I thought it was the coolest thing. And, I was, and then we figured out my font, everything. So I was like, we're going to go from there. Mm-hmm. And um, did you want to pause for a second? No, no, you're good. You're good. No, you're good. I was actually trying to get the, can I get the water? Thank you. Um, yeah, go ahead. So you said you started off with the triangle? Yeah, we started off with the triangle, and um, and from then on, it was cool. But then, like as, like I said, like as you go by, you, you know, growth, your mind changes. And I wasn't feeling the triangle. I felt like it was too plain and just, I don't know, it just wasn't my part of my style that I was, like, looking forward to. Yeah. So we started, like, playing with it, and I started doing, like, just an outline of a triangle and then just flipping upside down. So it's, like, little triangles going over each other. So it's pretty much like the Star of David. But times three. So it's like the Star of David, but you multiply it by three. So it's three layers of the Star of David. So the shape so the shape almost resembled it, but they were different sizes. So it, they weren't it's, all It's exact. pretty much the same shape. Like, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's yeah. like the triangle going up and then yeah. the triangle going down. Oh, so each so triangle they cross was, each the other. Same, was the same size. Yeah, oh, but, okay. um, but it's just, it was like very thin lines. It was like a very thin font. And then I times it by three. So it was like three layers. Just because I was big on the threes. Like three was like a little message behind like my brand. And and I thought it was like like I said at the time like Infant Legacy was like a dope name dope meaning like I'd like put my heart and soul in it as a kid because I was huge on fashion like I got hella put onto streetwear and like sneakers so like I took it super serious I got my first job for it 
slaved away in like McDonald's, you know, like, so it was like, I put my everything in it. So like, I took it very, very personal, like with the whole thing. And anyways, as I grew and I was like, all right, we need to make changes. I'm not feeling the triangle no more. So, you know, I had like my homies at the time help me out. We thought of that. And then we continued. Everybody was liking it. Like I announced my new, my new logo. Everybody was like fucking with it. Kept it pushing, kept it pushing. And June 22nd. Does that, does that mean anything? It's the day before my birthday. Oh, <laughs> uh, day before your birthday. Yeah, so, you, yeah. so you released I uh, Ivory on June twenty first. Um, oh no, the day before your birthday. So the twenty third. No, I did. I released Overly in July of twenty nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, from what I remember. No, okay. no, I announced it in March. Yeah, you announced but it. Officially released in July. Got it. But um, but now this was uh, I did. So with that logo and that whole controversy is the time where I completely not completely but like. I went viral on Twitter. Nothing crazy. Like, I had, like, a few hundred retweets just because I do my whole giveaways. And this collection was um, two hoodies. It was an orange and yellow hoodie. And at the time, like, that was, like, popping. Well, I don't know if it was popping, but for some reason, like, it was popping at the time after I released it. Um, but I announced my giveaway or my collection with the giveaway. And it was the two hoodies plus a flannel. And that flannel was the me debuting the Star of David logo, I guess you want to call it. Um, with roses on it and you know my whole giveaway is you know retweet and follow so everybody was really digging the hoodies like the hoodies was like the number one thing and um at the time yellow and orange was just that popular so everybody just kept retweeting retweeting it hit over like 200 retweets and that's like till today like the most i've ever gotten um and i was like damn this is crazy like i didn't think a lot of people were liking it. like you know i'd, I'd have people quoting it like oh this is so dope i love the hoodies blah blah blah. so the hoodies was popping and the flannel like didn't really get that much attention until finally someone um this girl don't know her name and i don't remember her ad or anything she quoted it and then she just mentioned how like what the hell like since when is the star of david you know like cool to wear or, you know and then she talked oh, about so like, she popped it off yeah no so she way. popped it off yeah so this girl <laughs> i don't even know where she was from and i remember i just i'm writing out off of work or i don't know if i was home where i was but i remember i was i just popped up my phone and i seen that and i was like what the hell and, and so i'm reading it and i'm like what the, like i've never gotten dragged on like twitter before this is my first time like someone calling me out on something and at the time like i wasn't you know uneducated and honestly when i made the design like the first thing that came to mind wasn't like star david you know I, I didn't even think of it like that and she was speaking like she quoted it and she was saying like oh like this is like some like how is this cool now she's like i had family you know that died wearing this logo and i'm like oh damn like this girl's like taking it hella personal yeah. and i was like oh shit and so i kind of just ignored it like because i was like not like gonna lie, i was like low-key kind of scared i was like oh what the hell like this is my the first only way time to calm the fire just don't look at yeah me. so i was like and you know me at the time like i was like i, I didn't know how to take criticism like yeah. i was like really like if people didn't like would talk shit to me i'd be like it bummed me out so i was like fuck now i don't really care yeah but at the time i was like damn like i didn't know what to do so like my friends seen it and i had friends defending me like i had a friend like comment on it right away like defending me da 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 and I was like, oh, shit, like, okay, like, I'm going to just have my friends just defend me in this one real quick. But after her, I kept going. Then another person and another person quoting it. And to the point where I got quoted more than my actual friends, like, gassing me up. And it went so viral from those people who were Jewish that it landed on a Jew page. Yeah, they tagged my brand and me on a Jew page with, like, my screenshot of Twitter and they just did like a whole crazy caption, like going off on me. 
like crazy like dude super crazy somebody now. wrote up like an article yeah like this was like a like a shit of jewish page like the, like it's like a jew page like a, it's like the jewish foods going well uh, kind of pretty yeah. but like a po- on a positive note <laughs> yeah, yeah, like they'll yeah. talk about their history oh, and yeah, all that yeah, yeah. stuff you know who's going well yeah. a little crazy yeah huh? that was a little too crazy but <laughs> this is like the more educated version yeah uh but yeah those dudes are wild but no yeah so this was like a legit jew page Talking Shout about their the history, Jews, yeah, hey, for we, real. We, like we I got nothing against the them. Jews, man. Yeah, <laughs> man, I, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm sorry. I, yeah. So again, like I don't know how many years it's been, but I apologize for that. Logo <laughs> been changed. I took that tweet down. Like yeah. that's all gone. Yeah. Um. So, so I went so, yeah. on this, and I'm I'm like, you know, like I said, like I get my feelings hurt when people criticize my brand. So I left it alone. I had to go with my shit on private. Like I've never put my social media on private ever. That was the first time ever I've done that. Because I know you got to my feelings. I was like, damn, y'all, like, y'all really hurting my feelings right now. Like, this is not what I was, like, trying to do. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, because they told me I was, like, it's, like, culture appropriation or something like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yo, I'm sorry. Like, that wasn't my intentions. But so whatever. I went private. People kept dragging me. And I ignored it. I got off on social media, like, for two days. Like, I was like, I'm not trying to get on this. Like, I'm going to just leave it alone. This is, like, kind of just ruining my day in my mind, you know. So I was like, I'm going to just step away. So I waited, like, two or three days. I hopped back on. And I wanted to go check out that page, see if it's still up. It's still up. It had over, like, 10,000 likes, over 1,000 comments. And I was like, damn. So I was like, you know what? I got nothing else to do. I'm going to read every single comment. Really? So I took the time and wrote, I read all 1,000 plus comments. Sheesh. And there was actually some people that were Jewish were saying, like, I don't, like, they're, they're defending me. Like, shut up. Which I was like, damn, shout out to y'all. Like, for real, because they're like, this is not even offensive. Or, like, some are like, y'all being dramatic. Like, this kid is just doing a clothing brand. This is his logo. Like, it has nothing to do with this. And some people were just going off. I had this one guy, I remember I read it, and he was like, he's like, yeah, I, t- I messaged the guy, and he replied to me, like, he's an asshole, this and that. He was going off on me. He's like, such a such a mean guy or something like that. And I was like, in my head, I was like, dude, I never spoke to you. Like, I didn't reply to anybody. So I was like, damn, these guys are, yeah, I was like, they're true. Like, people, like, media really be. It's like trolls. Tr- not, not trolls, but making shit up. Like, yeah, like I never I mean, conversated with anybody. Yeah. So finally, I responded. Yeah, not the Jewish people being trolls, but like. Yeah, but like, like some people were like, on those comments, were making up shit, like saying like, oh yeah, like he threatened me or he was talking hella mean to me or talking shit. But I'm like, bro, I, I like, I did not speak to anybody. Like, yeah. I kept quiet. I replied to, the like, the first girl, though. I eventually did reply to her, and I, I gave her my side on it. So I'm, like, over here typing on my phone, going off, trying to explain, like, what I was trying to do. And then, like, these, these, these girls, or not these girls, but, like, this girl is, like, smart with the whole thing. Like, it's, like, she was, like, straight up, like, like cancel Twitter. Like, you know, the whole cancel culture. She's, like, oh, so you're saying this, and you're saying that. And I'm, like, oh, my God. Okay, now you're flipping my words. So it was, like, I was just making myself look worse, yeah. trying to defend myself. And I was, like, you know what? Like, I got to stop. Finally, this one girl, a, n- a different person messaged me. She's just like, hey, like, I talked to that one person. Like, you're good. Um, I mentioned, like, how you deleted everything. You apologized and this and that. Finally, like, this this girl, like, she's Jewish, too. Yeah. And she gave me shit, and I told her, like, oh, my apology. You know, I, I gave her my whole story, side of the story. She understood. She was hella cool. Like, she was, like, one of the main. I don't know if she, she was the one running the page, but she was, like, a main girl that was, like, talking to a lot of people. And finally, she helped me out, talked to the other girl, and then, like, everything calmed down after that. I deleted everything. I got rid of that logo. So that whole flannel canceled. Didn't so you do that. never even released it? I didn't release that flannel. I, like, had to cancel my order with my production team. Just, is, is there a sample still out there, or is there any? Yeah, one. You, one. A personal? No, nah, someone has it. Oh, really? Can't say who, but someone has it. And, like, I've done samples with that logo. Like, there's still people, like, one-of-one samples with that logo that people still have. 
Like, there's windbreaker jackets, a bomber jacket, a flannel. Like, I do a lot of sampling, just, like, you know, it's just it's fun to do with, and plus you got to, like, sample something before you come out with it, you Yeah, know? you see what's And I'm up. very picky, very, yeah. very, especially now. Like, now that I take my brand a lot more serious, and now it's, like, full-time, I do a lot of more samples. Like, I sample different colors, fabrics, everything. Yeah. Um, so I definitely want to touch on that, too. Um, but before we get to that, so uh, this, this little incident happens with the brand and... Does that kind of push you towards um, the decision of creating something new, or um, what? 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 What is the impact from that moment? From that situation, yeah, I'm very careful with what I design. Very careful. Um, but like, you did it. Did it? Was that kind of like what tipped you over? Like that? You know, I don't think this is the the right logo. The right. Or the right name because you you eventually switch it over to oh yeah really right so yeah so as time went by after that like I did a, dra- a drastic change into the logo <clears throat> and then um and I switched my like the logo a little bit different I didn't use a star anymore and it was just infant legacy just plain and um and I just added like a line in between so I just wanted to be more like simple like and I'm I'm a very simple guy like, I don't like crazy colors or crazy loud designs so I kept it like that. Um, for a couple of years and it was perfectly fine. Like it was the exact look what I wanted to do. Um, and then that's when like around 2018 is when the whole idea, like the last one I started meeting a lot more people. And then that whole thing of like, Oh, like you design baby clothes. And I kept hearing it more often than I should have. And it really got to me. That's when I was like, I never, this is my first time actually telling people like the reason why, or, or part of the reason why I changed my name and rebranded myself, um, was part of that just cause I felt like, the whole infant name was really kind of just sidetracking of what, like, of what I'm trying to be, like, of a streetwear brand into, like, a baby brand, which is nothing wrong, you know, like, the infant, that's the first thing people think of when they hear infant, mm-hmm. so. It just, you, it just got to a point where you felt it like just, it wasn't it just, representing what exactly, you Exactly, like, it just didn't sound, like, mature enough to be in the streetwear, like, scene, especially, like, if I want to, like, if I want to make it big, you know, I feel like no infant legacy is going to make it big, like, there ain't going to be no fashion show or fashion week with the brand name infant legacy i was like yeah that's not it so so then you um what what how did you go about it did you just completely take everything down and kind of just kind of take some time to rebrand yourself um, how did that process go? so finally me and my good friend uh, my best friend german um I wanted to move to L.A. to do it. I wanted to move to L.A. for my brand and do it officially, like, full-time. Like, take the risk. And this was when, like, I wasn't even doing overly yet. This was still Infant Legacy. And I was still, like, like hardcore, like, deep into the game with my whole Infant Legacy brand. And finally, we moved to L.A. Um, and I'm working on my brand, you know, getting ready for a new re- collection, new release. Me and him are on, like, Melrose and Fairfax, like, you know, the most popular streets in L.A., trying to find a spot to do a pop-up. And as I'm, like, meeting people, going around and, like, seeing all these brands, like, they're all dope. Like, dope-ass, like, names and, like, very creative. Like, it's just all in all just so dope. And me, I felt like, like, shit. Like, I felt like a little kid brand. And my name, especially, that's when the whole, like, infant thing was really getting to my head. I was like, dude, this just sounds, like, immature. Like, plus, like, this is something I, I thought of of a name at 16, 17 years old. And obviously, like, I matured from the time. Like, at this time, I'm already, like, 23 so my mind obviously matured and I matured myself and I was like, yeah, I can't do this name anymore. So I did one more collection in LA, went really well, released it online. And 
little by little, I was like, it was just really like nitpicking my head and like just bugging me. And I'm just like, yeah, I got to like change this. Like infant legacy is just something like I'm not feeling. So one day I took a drive um, after work um, to Melrose. And I'm looking at this billboard. I'm like parked off to the street. And I'm looking at this billboard of FTP. And I'm like, see, this is what I want to be like, or like, you know, like a cool little inspiration. And I was like, and I don't picture like Infant Legacy being like that. Like just the name itself isn't like as like attractive, like, or like, you know, like it doesn't like catch people's mind in a way, you know, there's certain brands where you hear of the name and like, this just sounds dope. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta like, I can't, I gotta, I gotta like re rebrand this and like start something different. So I went home, went back to my apartment and I'm on my phone. Like on my phone, it's like my, like my, my, my workspace, literally. Like I don't do the whole laptop and like an office designing all crazy like i do everything off my phone and um and i'm trying to like get inspirations like should i do this should i not so i'm watching like youtube videos trying to get like some type of inspiration and i came across a video about virgil and i remember back in the day i don't know if you remember in high school virgil had a brand called pyrex yeah before off-white he had pyrex yeah, and he used yeah. to have like these these like mesh i don't know if it was champion or not but he had mesh shorts and had Pyrex across it. That was, like, the most popping thing. Yeah, I do remember that. And, like, that was popping, like, off Tumblr, Twitter. Like, I remember everybody wanted it, even myself. But mm-hmm. And I remember that, and I was like, oh, damn. Like, like Virgil did have, like, a, like a, a brand before. And then he, you know, converted to Off-White. So then that gave me, like, a cool little boost. Like, it's okay to quit something and start something fresh. So when I went across that um, and seen it, I was, that's what gave me, like, the nudge and the push. It's like, you know what, like. You're good. Like if you if you fail this and like end it and start all over again, like you know, gives a fuck. Just do it. So I was like, you know what? Like I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna like I'm gonna rebrand myself. So my Twitter and my I never had like a like a brand page. It's just like my personal. I just carried it as my brand, but it was still my personal account. So I just blacked out everything. Like I, I took everything out. I took off the website. Took out. I deleted all my images of like my like infant legacy, and just deleted everything. Just put my header all black and my profile pic all black and I deleted all my posts. People started getting, got, like, got the hint, like, you know, like, what the fuck? And, um, and I left it at that. Like, I was, like, I didn't tweet anymore. I didn't post nothing and I left it at that. And finally, I started doing my work. I was like, all right, I gotta, like, start all over. So I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, a whole name that I want to do again. And I feel like infant legacy is just too much, like two words. I feel like that was just doing the most. So I was like, I want something simple and clean. Just one word, not too big and not too small. And for some reason, like, I wanted to use the, like, abbreviations, like, of, like, like infant legacy, like the IL. So I was like, I want to still use that just because that's where it all started. And one day I was driving and just it really hit my head. Like, there's no other way of explaining it. Like, I didn't think of anything or saw a billboard. It was literally just overly like just smacked me in the head and then yeah that was it i thought of that name went home i started like playing with it like on my laptop and my phone i started sketching shit and i was like yeah this is it like this sounds a lot better than like what i expected and then from then on like i got my uh, i hit up my boy um dylan who's my partner behind my brand and i told him the whole like transition i'm doing and like re like rebranding my new uh my new line and he was with it he loved the name he's like yo that's sick like i like it so we started, we went to work and just started the whole new logo and that was it. It's been history. Yeah. Man, and I mean, like looking at that, like that's, uh, what collect, so you do collections. You don't, yeah. Yeah, you don't. My, like small, it's not like, it's you not know, seasonal. Like, yeah, I don't do seasonal just because 
you know, I've, I've, like, I've been asked that before, too. Seasonal, I just, I feel like it really closes you off. And, it, like, it gives you, like, and it gives you, like, a time schedule. Like, you know, like, you're on the, like, not on the clock, but, like, you have, like, a, like, a due date, in a way. Yeah. And I don't want that. Like, I want to take my time, because then I feel rushed. Because back then, I used to do seasons. And it used to rush me a lot. Where it's like, damn, I got to get it out by this day. And I would by rush. Spring, fall. And I would, I would rush it, and some things would not come out the way I wanted to. But just the fact that I was rushing it so bad, like, it just fucked up everything. Like, I wasn't even happy with my products and my garments. So now, with this one, I was like, all right, I'm going to do, like, a whole, I'm going to handle it the way I'm going to handle it. Like, no seasons. I'm going to release whenever I want to release. I'm going to come out with, sorry, um, I'm going to come out with whatever I want to come out with. Like, I'm going to just do it by my own book, you know? Like, I'm not going to do it by the book of, like, how most of these brands do the seasons. I'm going to just do it by collections. And, I mean, you know, mostly people think of collections, you think of, like, a whole legit collection, like, a bunch of garments but i mean i'm still small and it's expensive to make garments so i do i keep it you know minimal like at least i try to come out with at least three pieces yeah so like that one right there that that's a very recent one right like that's like season this actually never came out that really well, I like color wise yes it came out in a hoodie oh, but as a crew okay. neck i sampled it got it so like i said like when i do certain designs and i have certain like um certain prints already like done before mm. i'll slap it on like other like type of garments so like we did the hoodie in this and with my production team, I would, like, ask for, like, other pieces that we'd want to do. So, like, if I have, like, um, shirts and crew necks or, like, I want to, like, or if we have any laying around or we'll order some through our supplier mm-hmm. who, like, does all our um, all of our garments, um, we'll, we'll already, like, we'll just print on that. You know what I mean? Got it. So, yeah. So yes, with, and was it the same color as that? Or it might have been a little different, too, right? Uh, same like, color. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, like, green and orange is, like, my signature color for my brand. Like, I mean, it is still the whole all black look. But orange and green being my favorite color, and I feel like it's, like, a great duo together. I love messing with both of them together. So, lately, I've been doing a lot of green and orange together. And I feel like it goes good with everything. It looks great. Yeah. yeah. So, this one, yeah, I just one of one sample. So, I try to sample things a lot as I go, like, when we start printing things. And then I hold on to some stuff, like, in case, like, um, you know, I meet artists or, you know, like, rappers, producers, or anything. You know, someone big. Yeah. I would like to, like, hook them up with, like, exclusive shit. Have you came across anybody that um, uh, for this brand you were able to get into for this brands? brand? Yeah, my boy, um, my boy Benny, who's my who's our uh, who's our personal photographer or brand photographer, you'd say. Um, he got me in touch with Dave East, and he did a show I think out here, and you know my boy Benny was producing there, or not producing. I'm sorry, uh, doing a whole shoot there. Like you know, he's like. Um, shooting pics at that show and I guess and he had my Ilverly uh rhinestone hoodie the first one and I guess Davies told him he's like yo like I need one of those <laughs> and Benny was like yeah I got you so Benny hit me up like super late I remember I was still up too but like hit me up like at one in the morning he's like hey yo dude like Davies just asked me like for this hoodie like the like the rhinestone hoodie he's like you have one and I was like oh bet like hell yeah like what size does he need he's like oh like XL and I was like all right bet went into like my like my garage that's where I keep all my storage and Grab this XL and then yeah, like I gave it to Benny because I guess he had another show the next day and like Benny hooked him up with that with that whole thing and he got a picture in it and it was it was dope. Really, you got a yeah. picture of Davies in it? Yeah, that's tight as fuck. Yeah, so that was like my first. I think I might be like my one and only artist for this line. For Infinite Legacy, I had a couple that were able to get it. Um, we gave a shirt to Playboy Cardi, to ASAP, um, Cool John. Uh, Sweetie, and I feel like there's someone else. Damn, some legends. Yeah, I feel like there's someone else that I feel like I'm forgetting. But yeah, it was when I did a Mac Dre shirt that went like super this, viral. That was for Infant. 
Yeah, twenty sixteen. That was actually the the shirt that went me that went like that made my brand go viral on Twitter. You know, because the whole retweet and like follow giveaway thing that I got retweeted out there. Like, I wouldn't know. I'm pretty late to Twitter. I, I just started <laughs> it like last year. Oh, swear. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. No, this was like back in 2016. Okay. And that's when like Easy like got like its buzz in San Jose because of that Mac Dre shirt that we did. And then same thing again. My boy Benny. He was like, um, like Ben, my boy Benny's like really tapped in with a lot of people, and he helped me out a lot. Like he helped me grow my brand a lot. So I give a lot of my credit to Benny. Um, he did a lot of shoots um, with like HBK, you know, like Cool John and them. And when he seen like the whole shirt, he hit me up. He's like, "Yo, like I really want to give this shirt to Cool John. Like I want to lace him with it. Like if that's cool." And I was like, "Oh yeah, bet." So he hit up Cool John. Cool John's like, "Yo, like I need that shirt." So day of me and my boy Benny just drove to like Oakland. Linked up with like Cool John, gave him the shirt, and it was the it was right before uh, Mac Dre Day. Like they have a concert every year on his uh, on his birthday in July, I believe, in SF. And yeah, Cool John wore it that at that show, and like there's a lot of pics that went viral on it, and I saw I got well connected with like a lot of people asking for that shirt. Twitter, man, that Twitter's that, like my that, go-to. That really be doing it. Yeah, Twitter. Honestly, deadass Twitter's like. The reason how I got to where I'm at now, like Twitter was like where it gave all my buzz. But honestly, I feel like it's the whole little like get like the whole giveaway I do, like the whole retweet and follow. Like retweeting does does go a long way. I mean, I mean it does go. You know, you can get the negativity out of it. You know, like when I got dragged and shit. Yeah. But I mean, you still get good publicity out of it. And like, yeah. Most of the people I know now, like, are all through my brand. Like all the friends that I have now are like people that buy my brands all from Twitter. Like, off from Twitter. It took a while. Like, when I first started my brand, like, I made no sales. Like, it took a very long time. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that 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 moment, like, they kind of say that all publicity is good publicity, right? So, I mean, that kinda, I had a friend like, tell me that, like, with the whole with it. the whole Jewish, yeah. like, situation. Like, yeah, they're like, dude. Like, I bet you one of them had been like, damn, that shit kind of tight. Like, I'm telling you, when I read the comments, like, the there's, there, there's a few Jew people that were fucking with it. Like, yo, <laughs> yeah. this is hard. And I was like, yo, thank you. Like, yeah, this makes me feel. This was, like, it was just the whole, like, in those comments, like, yeah. it was just like a, it was like World War Three up in yeah. there. Like, My, I mean, when it comes to the internet, bro. It's the internet. I, mean, I, I really... I really think it's just like it's it's all fake make believe you know what I'm saying like when it comes to like getting hate like that shit could only get so far you know what I'm saying like a comment <laughs> it, all right it. now that you mentioned that you'd be surprised man like I've gotten text messages of people hating on my brand like I but had like who like a personal like somebody you know no I don't know it's like it's yeah, like well, numbers it's like go it, fuck themselves it's, I mean, it's that, how do you go out of your way to get the number I'm not I'm not even like trying to sound cocky yeah. or nothing like I'm like I'm try I try to literally try to be as humble as I can yeah. you know and a lot of people try to like gas me up as much as like they'll be like no you have like no right to be like hella humble like you should like you know like talk yourself up I try I do at times but I don't want to be just big headed and big ego you know yeah. but no nah, dude like if I'd show you my DMs request on Instagram. You'd be surprised of how many people do not like my brand or me. And we're talking about Ivory. Yeah, really. From Infilexy to uh, like Overly, like. Yeah, but I mean, like. Like it's you, crazy. When like you start getting that hate though. That's kind of how you know you're popping. Like, cause I a mean, lot of my friends back me up in that. Like they tell me yeah. they're like, yeah, but like you'd be. I'm just saying it's just crazy because yeah. all I do at the end of the day is just make clothes. Like, I just design clothes. Like that's all I do. Like that's literally all I do. Imagine, um, you know, Dogface, the cool. dude that was drinking the cranberry. Oh juice. yeah, bro. People are gonna be like, man, you fucking can't ride no skateboard. That's Dude, I, he fuck. gets he a just, lot of hate. Yeah, but it's just crazy because like I'm not no big time, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, like I'm, I have, I feel like I have a good buzz in San Jose, which is cool, you know, like from my hometown. 
Um, but I feel like it's you guys are really going out of the way to like hit me up, and the whole two like I had two text messages. I think I saw the screenshots on my phone, like, and I called them like to see what it is, but they're they're all apps, like uh, app yeah, numbers. So that's something yeah, like, like dude, like if you like say what your chest, you feel me? And honestly, when it really comes down to it, bro, like if I had to take a guess, I want to say that that's probably somebody that knows you. Oh, and most definitely. Yeah, like yeah, you know the craziest saying, like, one is. Um, they knew my whole life. Like they, yeah, see? they, 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 they messaged me talking about like, yo, like you're the wackest motherfucker, like NSJ, and I'm like, what the hell? They're like, and during this time, NSJ, 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 oh, NSJ. oh NSJ. I was gonna say, what the fuck is yeah. that? <laughs> um, no, in like San Jose, yeah, in San Jose, right. and this person, they for sure had me on social media and knew my personal life because when they messaged me, I had gone. This was a little bit right after I got in a car accident, and I totaled my car, so I had no car. And I was working at FedEx and Mainland at the time. And this person was like, yeah, like, um, he's like, you're the wackest dude in, like, San Jose. He's like, he's like, you ain't got no whip. And he's like, that's why you're stuck at working at FedEx and Mainland. Like, you're going to be there your whole oh, life. Bro, that's somebody and I FedEx. was like, in my, when I read that, I was like, bro, you personally know me. Like, yeah, that's a fact. And I was like, you on the low. Like, I was like, you for sure follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and you just, you just yeah. hating on the low. Like, you're not, you know, and I, and I was like laughing. And I told him, I was like, like, and I called the number, but it didn't go. And I told him, I was like, bro, like, I was like, why don't you say it with your chest, bro? Like, text me from your personal phone, like, yeah. straight up. And he was just, this person was just talking shit, and that was that. Yeah. Well, I hope I you just see this fucking pussy. <laughs> no, nah, for real. Like, until to today, I get very curious. Like, I still have that screenshot. Like, oh, he's keep, still watching. I keep it on my phone just to, like, you know, bring back memories and yeah. give me a little motivation, a little push. You feel me? Like, that's why we got to cut this out because he's watching. So, like, when, when I hope when, so. he's watching what you post, like, I, I get bet curious because every like, collection, he's probably like, motherfucker. Bro, like, another. my homies even tell me they're like, dude, it's someone you know. Like, yeah. I feel like he's like, mm -hmm. honestly, he's like, and they even said, like, I'm pretty sure it's someone you'd been around and that shook in your hand before. And saying what's up, like when you come around. You know around. what the sick part of about life is, bro? It's usually the person closest to you that's like that knows everything about you and that sees your success. Yeah, because he mentioned like where I worked at. Upset, he knew about my like, car accident. And I was carless, and I was like, bro, like you, you really know my life, bro. Yeah, yeah. That was a little creepy. Not gonna lie, like, right in the book. I was creeped out. And same thing, like I'll get like DMs like on my like fake pages. Not no, no one has ever hit me up with their real page. Like, yeah. straight up, like, no one has ever hit me up with their real page. It's all been, yeah. like, fake pages yeah. and saying the same shit. And it's just so crazy to me. Like, I'll screenshot it, like, to show my friends. Like, not until, like, on some bragging shit. But, yeah. like, you know, like, my close friends, I, I share them, like, everything with them. Yeah. And they're just like, dude, this... And, like, one recently just happened. I recently got, like, a screenshot from a person that was talking shit about me to my friend. And they didn't know she was my friend. And then she showed me, and I'm like, this shit still happens. And he made up some yeah. crazy story why he didn't like me. And I'm like, damn, bro, like... Yeah. You live in, in your own imagination right now. Like, it's just crazy. And I'm like, I don't really do anything to people. Like, I feel like I don't really cause issues. I'm, like, always at home, working, like, on my brand and chilling with my homies. Like, I don't really do anything else. So it's just crazy how people have, like, a lot of hate towards me when I really don't know what I did. I mean, it just, I want to say, like, from somebody from the outside, right? Like I, like I said, I've always kind of had mutuals with you. And mm -hmm. then, like, I've even, like, come across you back in the day. And, you know, um... I was very naive to the fashion and, um, like, uh, you know, Twitter, stuff like that, oh, like yeah. that culture. Yeah. Um, I was very into what I liked. Music has always been something I'm into. But um, anyways, like, my point is that, you know, you can see success. And I want to say that a sign of success was that at the time your stuff was being reposted and, 
you know, I had mutuals that were posting you. I'm sure if we even look at our mutuals, we probably know a lot of people. Yeah, even people. when I come across your page, like, yeah. you had a lot of, like, we got a lot of mutuals. Exactly. So, I mean, you could, and that being said, like, you have a lot of those people supporting you. Oh, yeah. So, like, anybody that, I mean, with social media, man, like, everybody sees everything, right? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I definitely seen Infant Legacy a lot, but like I said, I was very naive to, uh, like fashion just wasn't really my thing i was i'm a very i don't like, blame you yeah, it's a lot of people like guy. that you know, you know like i know like i got to tell people like i know not everybody's gonna support me or buy my brand like even by like supporting me you don't even gotta buy my shit like yeah. retweeting it and reposting it does like it goes a long way for me i think i might one. got extra one laying around so <laughs> yes, i got sir, you fuck yeah. uh but yeah so even then like i i know like my brand's not for everybody I know it's not, like, you know, everybody has their own taste and style. Like, I know not everybody's going to be a fan. Even, like, close friends of mine, like, I won't be mad if they don't like it. Like, you know, be honest with me. Like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. That's, I'm not going to hate you for it. Because um, I understand that shit, too. Like, you know, not everybody's going to like Everybody has their own taste and shit. So. But, see, it's that self-awareness, bro. Like, you're, you're ahead of the game. Like, I mean, that's just kind of what comes with what you do. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of people really um, don't even get their idea off the ground just because they're so um taken back or uh discouraged from the hate or like you know i mean everybody every, i mean at the end of the day everybody wants to be successful in whatever it is yeah. they do right imagine somebody that doesn't know what it takes to get to where you're at and yeah. them just trying to start you know player moves only and nobody likes the pitcher yeah you know what i'm saying does that mean that you're not going to be successful? No, you got to work hard. Know. You got to you got to constantly, uh, you know, keep at it, keep creating, keep making new designs, stay active, network. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it's where I'm just saying. Like kudos to you, bro. Like Thank you. where you're at now, it's not it's not Thank easy. You, you know, what I'm saying? Uh, like, it wasn't like in the fact that you're aware that not everybody's going to like it, and you know, there's going to be these trial these trials and obstacles that you're going to come across, but. You look like you're doing just fine. I mean, it's it's honestly as of lately, especially like during COVID, and everybody's the whole everybody's on that big um, like support local and support small businesses. So like as of lately, I got a lot of support because of that, you know. And I do too. Like everybody who's making food, and like you know any little like local business, especially food. You know, I'm a big foodie person. So like if I see people like posting food, I support everybody on Instagram yeah, that yeah. be selling food and shit. You um, got any any spots that you want to shout out? Oh hell yeah, bro! For sure, my boy Tony and Richie. Their fish tacos go crazy, like straight up. Like Tony's and uh, Richie's fish tacos, and then my homegirl Jane, I went to high school with. She does this banana bread pudding. That shit go crazy, bro. That shit go crazy. <laughs> I have to check that out, that dude. That shit go crazy. Yeah. And then uh, my homie Landon. I mean, everybody knows Third Street Media. Third Street, hey Landon. Shit, yeah, Landon's Landon, another person. Bomb ass, fucking yeah. This shit's bomb. And then back when it, um, before COVID. You had to get that at 11, right? Like, it didn't... Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Everybody, yeah, it was like... He was only serving from, like, 11 to, like, 11, 2, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. And that's, that's genius, bro. Think about everybody that comes out of Enzo's fucked up. It's right and just there, like, bro. Perfect dude, perfect marketing. Landon knew, knew straight up off the bat. Like, it shout was a perfect out, spot. Shout yeah. out him, man. Mexico bakery. And then um, the homie Jose, uh, he does the Triple SJ tacos. He does media tacos, too. Um, I recently just tried for the first time, and that shit's bomb, too, so... Those are the main four people that have been around me, like, on Instagram that I, like, f always support every time Rotation. Yeah, rotation, for sure. Right on, man. Um, but, yeah, like, as of lately, like, brand-wise, like, and sales, it's, it's really good. A lot of people, like, been supporting me, um, especially people I don't even know. Like, uh, a lot of people think, like, oh, he's only his friends are supporting him. But real talk, like, 
I'd say a good over 60% of my orders or, or sales or people who I don't know personally. Like, it's all either through online or they just hit me up personally on my Instagram or Twitter for orders. And, yeah, I don't really know them. They're just, like, either place an order or straight up just hit me up. And it's cool. And even, like, before, um, when I first started, like, Infant Legacy, like, I made no sales. Like, the first, like the only people that bought were, like, family and, like, my close friends. But for three years, from, like, literally 2013 to 2016, barely any sales like i was a nobody barely made anything i lost a lot of money lost a lot of money because you know printing shit is not easy or not cheap you know like when you're doing like the whole like clothing brand you know the cheapest route is doing t-shirts and that's exactly what i went but i still lost money you know i couldn't make anything back um and even like in high school a lot of like a lot of people that went to high school with didn't really support me until now which is pretty dope but i feel like also like my transition of my new brand and like new designs and new like work um really helped out too you know so like i feel like like i said like i feel like the name the rebranding the whole name changing did a lot too because i feel like i'm pretty sure like they never told me but i'm pretty sure when they heard over seen infant legacy they're like eh, like sounds kind of whack or sounds kind of corny you know which is understandable but i feel like now like my new brand has more of like a mature sound and look too and especially like my whole garments like i focus more on quality now than design so like um a lot of people don't know like most of the stuff i design like i love to layer so, like, you know, I do certain crew necks and hoodies meant for layering. You know, I love wearing, especially winter wear. Like, that's my favorite thing to design. And everything I meant, everything I come out with is meant for layering. So, like, T-shirts are meant, like, to wear. And I wear flannels all the time. Like, that's why I always, like, try to come out with flannels. So, like, my T-shirts, we do the measurements and cuts right to where it fits really nice under a flannel. Same thing with, like, all my sweaters. They're cut and measured right to put a jacket over. Because sometimes if you throw a shirt, or, no, I'm sorry, or not a shirt, but, like, a sweater, and you throw a, try to jack, a jacket over, like, sometimes, like, it doesn't yeah, fit, fit right. Yeah, it's, like, a little baggy, right. you feel me? And it just, you know, it's very uncomfortable. So we take the time on, like, of sampling everything right and doing the right measurements and cuts. That way it fits nicely, like, under your jacket or whatever you want to throw, even with flannel. Like, you, I know people throw, like, a flannel over a hoodie, and that's exactly what I do. Like, it's just very, like, clean, essential looks that I try to go for with my brand. Very calculated. Yeah, so I, I do, like, you know, minimal branding. That's why, like, I do a lot of just overly fonts and, like, little logos. I try to do designs here and there, but it's very hard. Like, I am creative, but when it comes to designing, it's, like, very, very, like, difficult. Like, you know, I could only, like, create so much, and which I have a partner for help me, uh, for, for to help me to, on like, on all those things. But um, as of, like, what I try to do, it's all, like, layering and essential. Like, for everyday wear, you know, very simple, simple colors is just my go-to for everything. Yeah, so, and in, in, uh, also to pick up on earlier, you had mentioned that you, you're doing this full-time. Yeah, as of last year in March, after I got laid off, yeah. Due to the coronavirus? Due to the whole COVID thing, like, I got laid off from my last job. So, what's your stance at that moment? Like, once once you get laid off, you you know, you're already, you, regardless whether you were laid off or not, you're, you're invested in your brand. You, oh, yeah, you, most definitely. You know like, what you're doing. So, when I moved back uh, from L.A., um, I had a lot of personal uh, things going on at home, which is the reason why I came back uh, from L.A. Um, but even in L.A., like, I had a job, but it was a part-time job. Um, like I said, like, my whole focus was my brand, like, full-time. Like, that's, like, what I'm inv- I'm going to take the loss, you know, not getting a full paycheck to invest in this. And, you know, it's worth it for me. And same thing when I came back. Uh, I was doing it full-time. I didn't have a job. Like, I, uh, I came back around, like, January-ish. Um, didn't have no job and I came back broke, dude. Like I invested all my money in LA from like, from rent to like my collections to everything. Like I was dead broke. 
So when I came back and I was like, I need to get my feet back up, especially like all like everything going on in my house, you know, I had to, you know, I had to get back into work. So when I got to work, my boy hooked me up with a job and it was going solid. And even then, like, I didn't take it as serious. Like, I, it was technically a full-time job, but I don't really care for it. Like, it was just giving me paid and helping me stack my bread up, especially, like, now that I have Ilverly. And it was the time where I was working on the relaunch. Like, Ilverly hasn't even came out yet, and I was working on it. So I had to save up some bread to, like, start the whole new collection and start fresh. So from then on, like, when I finally saved up and did the whole first collection, um, I was just mainly focusing on, like, my brand. Like, my, my whole new job that I'm boy plugging was whatever. It was just giving me, like, you know, it was pretty much just paying the bills. Um, and then finally I got laid off because of the whole COVID, the whole thing happened. And that's when I was like, shit, like, now it's time to, like, kick it up a step. So you, you, like, almost like you felt like your back was up against the wall. And, like, it yeah, was, pretty much it's kind of like, yo, like, you got no choice right now. You got to, like, get it cracking. Like, this is your mom in time. Like, you got no work, so you could take all the hours of the, of the day to, like, work on this shit. So that's exactly what I did. So, like... Me and my boy Dylan, my partner Dylan, we were just knocking out designs left and right, working on some new stuff, trying to like do new logos, new fonts. Like we cooked this whole new custom font up, and yeah, we started pushing everything. And that was like consistent. Like we hit, we were up like last year, we were up to like three collections up, like before release. Like we were already three collections ahead that were all ready to go. So last year we were already kind of set and done. We knocked everything out, and um, yeah, it was solid. Like sales were going good, especially like. I wasn't trying to rub it in, or not rub it in, but, like, I wasn't trying to, like, make people feel bad. Like, oh, I got laid off. Like, everybody support me, please. Like, I'm not decided to ask for, like, a handout like that, you know? Um, so I just, you know, stated, like, yo, like, I got laid off. I'm doing this full time now, you know? Just kind of just giving a little bit of everybody a PSA. And you about to see a shitload of, of drops. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Like, exactly what it is. Like, y'all about to see, like, a shitload. So literally, and people were surprised, too. Like, um, I would... Do one collection, release it, boom, I would wait, like, a month at least, maybe a, little, maybe a little bit less, and boom, I would announce the new collection. And I remember, like, after the third one, I had friends like, damn, dude, like, you've been on it. And I was like, dude, I have to. Like, I have no choice right now. Like, this is my main source of income. Like, I do, I did do the whole, like, unemployment shit, but there is, like, a big situation and complications with that. Like, I wasn't getting no bread for, like, over four months or maybe three months. Like, I was going to make no money. Like, it really was, like, my only, like, main source of income. So it really, like, gave me, like, the push. I'm like, all right, like, you really got to get this shit going because this is the only way you're going to survive now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, so it's been a full year. been a full year. Literally, like, just as, as of March 7th. And how many collections have you put out during this whole, this whole period? Like, four? Maybe three. Three or four. And do you do a lot of restocks? Or no. do you, no? You kind of, you'll just do... I try, one, one I, print. I try to stay away. Like, I'll do a restock, like, if it's, like, really, really popping. Like, I did, like, a, a racing tee, like, not that long. Like, last year, obviously. Last year. Um, and I'm very, I got, like, I'm very big on, like, NASCAR vintage tees. And so I wanted to design my own. We did one. To be honest, I didn't think it was going to be a big hit because I was like, I don't think anybody cares for NASCAR or, like, racing tees. <laughs> and when I posted it, that was the number one hot shirt. Like, that was the first shirt to sell out. And I was like, oh, shit. And then sold out. And I remember I had people, like, on my next... I, I dropped my next collection after. And people had, like, kept asking, like, yo, are you bringing those NASCAR tea... Or that NASCAR tea bag? Like, are you bringing those back? Or, like, you should bring it back? Just everybody just kept telling me about it. And I was like, damn, like, maybe I should bring it back. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a pre-order for this one. So I told people, I was like, all right, everybody hit me up. I was like, I'm going to do this one. If you want it, 
let me know. So I pre-ordered it. And we did that one and like the, like the love script tees last summer. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do shirts. I was like, I want to print a lot. And a lot of people like shirts. And they always ask me about shirts. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do a pre-order. That way I get everybody a shirt. So it was like a whole... And I usually don't do pre-orders like as if... Um, I do do pre-orders, but when I do pre-orders, when I announce the pre-orders, I already have the garments in hand. But this collection, I was like, you know what? I want to get everybody an opportunity to get shirts. Because sometimes a lot of people miss out and I sell out. Like, I try to keep everything limited. So this one, I was like, everybody do pre-orders by a certain date. And I'll start the, like, you know, the production. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just like the whole, like, everybody does a pre-order shit. And that collection was the most pre-orders I've gone in my entire, like clothing history <laughs> i had over 200 pre-orders so that racing shirt i printed over like 100 shirts holy shit and that's a lot of shirts that's a bro. lot like, of units yeah that is a lot of units like if and you you make you know you have your own stuff and yeah. you know how the numbers look like yeah. when you print a lot of like shirts that's, like that that's up there though that is very up there. I, even then like my collections i don't press i don't print uh press that high of a, of a account like on my collections i don't do over 100 that's a lot like a lot of people think like you know most people think oh 100 that's not that bad like no, when you see the boxes and the numbers and like you do the math, that, it, it's that a feeling that that feeling of opening that box with all of your, your it's amazing, in there, bro. Yeah. Like it's amazing, but yeah, a lot of people like when when they're like, "Oh, that's it," and I'm like, "You say that's it, but think about it. Like a hundred people, like a hundred people buying your shit. That's a, that's a lot. I mean, as a small brand, that's a lot. Um, but to and then as a total, like we press we printed over two hundred shirts off that collection. So that was like a very that's big amazing, collection. Dude. Yeah, two hundred shirts. I went from that, yeah, to press, to printing and selling over 200 shirts from that collection to... I started off with, like, my first collection. I literally made, like, 20 shirts. Yeah. No cap. Like, 20 shirts, and none of them sold. Like, probably, like, three. And that was yeah. only because my best friends bought them. But, like, from not even selling 20 shirts to able to sell out over 200 tees, like, that was a huge jump for me. And that's when I got new, like, all right, like, this is actually going somewhere. This is the PMO podcast. That's the wrong one. Only. That's what we're going for. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. That's that's honestly that's that's very motivational. I mean, because just like this whole story, this whole time talking, you know what I'm saying? Like hearing where you started from and literally it all starts from nothing. It all starts with an idea. I had no, I had no clientele. Yeah. And I can tell you, I was 18, like 18, fresh out of like high school. And I you, had nobody. I, I was a nobody on Twitter. I had a Twitter already, but like yeah. Nobody followed me. I had like probably like forty followers at the time. <laughs> like yeah. it went from like Twitter's very weird. Twitter's very it's, weird. It's a very I'm still trying a to A lot of people don't even like Twitter. Me. Like even a, a lot of people more like Instagram and Snapchat. But my Twitter's like my bread and butter, like like business wise. Yeah. Like Twitter's cool because you know I get my laughs out of it. Like, you know, people yeah. post funny Dude, shit. <laughs> funny shit. But a lot of, but it's also like very It's a great marketing it's, tool. Yes, but it's also very uh very how do you say it? like What's the word I'm looking for? Fragile, like in a way. Like you got to be careful with what you post and stuff yeah. and like what you say, you know what I mean? Like Twitter be like attacking you crazy. That's why, like, you know, I don't really get into arguments and like, like I'll see shit on my timeline and like, you know, in my head, I'm like, this is really dumb. But, a lot I, of shit you but like, I don't want to quote and say yeah, my opinion and people yeah. are like, yo, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'd rather just not, you yeah. know? Do you, um, so that being said, I mean, you, I, I still want to be clear on it. Like, are you very, um, you know, cautious how the brand is represented by like things that you might your opinions on like certain things like are you very like cautious on you know just kind of like keeping a certain look for the brand yeah i mean like i said like which is why i don't do as much as designs anymore 
I try to just do branding. Like, you know, I'd rather just get the name out, you know? Because eventually, like I said, like, I want to transition in it to, like, a like a, like a high-end brand, you know, like a very high-end streetwear line. You know, like, as in, like, how Off-White is or how Rude is or, like, Kith and, like, you know, Emilion Dior, you know? Mm-hmm. If you're familiar with those brands, like, those, those are very high-end streetwear. But, like, all of it is, like, cut and sew pieces, you know? So, which I want to, like, stick to, you know, very... What is that? I'm not not familiar with cut and sew. Cut and sew is like like you design everything from scratch. Like you know how like with shirts, everybody just buys blank shirts blank. and just print on them. With cut and sew is like I'm starting to do cut and sew now, where like we design and make everything from scratch. Like we get the fabric and we measure everything. You do the measurements of the arms, the lengths. All That's that? cut and sew. Wow. Yeah. So today I had just posted um, like how we're coming out with varsity jackets. And that's my first time ever doing varsity jackets, and I'm very excited. And, like, this is my first time able to get, um, to do legit cut and sew. Like, legit, like, I'm picking out all the fabrics, colors, and everything. I never got to do that. Like, as in with certain, like, pieces of my garments, yeah, but it's already pre-made by my supplier. Um, that's, like, a whole different subject and, like, yeah. type, like you know, uh, of all that. Um, we but, got time. We're chilling. <laughs> But, um, okay, we'll get into that after. But, yeah, so I've, right now, like, with the whole, like, varsity jackets, like, I get to do the whole everything, like, of the whole bunch. And that's what cut and sew is, like, you literally just design from scratch. Like, you're doing everything. And that's eventually how I want to do it. So that's why when you're saying, like, oh, like, are you cautious? Like, yeah and no, because now what my brand is, is just, it's very simplicity. It's, like, an essential type of brand where it's, like, it's minimal branding. Like, like, but my, um, my bad, I, maybe I wasn't clear, but, like, my question was, like, just, like, you know, you as the the owner of the brand, like, are you concerned, like, how, like, I don't know, maybe just stating your opinion on something. Oh, yeah. And like, then, like, somebody being, Twitter, like, what yeah, the fuck? I, that's the irony guy? Like, yeah, like, elderly, so, elderly. Ex- I try to stay, like, I'll, I'll tweet shit, like, of what I things I like like honestly when I'm on Twitter like I'm you guys have me on Twitter like yeah. I talk about like shoes and clothes all the time or yeah. like sometimes music yeah. or like I'll see some funny shit like I'll quote it or anything yeah you'll be but I won't about, like, I won't music I won't get into okay. like anything crazy just because I know what I'm scared of and I think about it all the time is like let's say I do blow up you know I do become where my goal is you know like i'm a legit brand they owner the old tweets. and they pull up the old tweets you <laughs> feel me like and I don't That's want that and I already know people pull up my old tweets like yeah. you know. There's, like, dumb shit I've said, like, back yeah. in the day, you know, like, and I know that's eventually going to pop out. I tried deleting it, you know, like, yeah. when, you know, like, of back then, like, the dumb shit I used to say, like, I went through all my old tweets, deleted all the ones I was able to find, but I know there's more d- deep in there. Yeah. Not saying, like, I said some crazy ruthless shit, but, yeah. like, you know, just dumb little shit. Um, I'm getting, I'm just getting started. I'm about to start fucking going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they, can, they have, like, I don't know. I, honestly, that's, I probably had it less than a year, so... Gonna, oh, should be good. They I can mean, go back and they're gonna see. No, some I've had shit my Twitter since 2012, bro. Since I was Sheesh. in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah, in the high school days, we kind of talk a little reckless. Exactly, bro. That's why I'm scared of. So that's, <laughs> that's why crazy. I was like, but I, I told myself too, like if it does get to that point, I'll probably delete my Twitter and start a new one, like my yeah. personal wise, like because I only have one Twitter. Like I, I finally made a brand page for my Instagram, which that can stay forever. And like I have my personal like Instagram, like. I don't post shit. Like, I just post on my stories, but that's it. Like, I'm not very photogenic or I like posting, like, how what Instagram is meant for. Like, I'm not really that type. I'd rather just post videos or little screenshots of certain things. Um, But, yeah, like, of that reason, yeah, I'm more cautious. I don't get involved on Twitter. Like, when I see arguments about something, like, I'll read it, and in my head, I'll tell my opinion on it or I'll tell myself what I think about it, but I won't state it just to stay away from it, you know? 
Yeah, I can see. I definitely, it's so crazy, bro, because, I mean, it's definitely, like, an open forum. Especially like, with, like, the whole Jew thing, or, like, that, that whole thing left me, you know, like, not traumatized, but it's, like, yeah. I'd rather cautious. Just, I'm cautious of what I yeah. say now. So now it's, like, when I talk on Twitter, it's about shoes. You deadass could be, like, like, people could be, like, talking about some foul, something, like, hella personal, and it's just out for the whole world to see. Yeah. Like, a retweet will... Set it like, on fire. even with, like, little shit, bro, like, even, like, about, like, sneakers, like, if I, I'll, like, I'll, I'll even be, I'm so cautious where, like, I'll see a sneaker I don't even like, or, like, or, like, how the whole Air Jordan 1 mids, like, that's a whole conversation now, like, yeah. mids, how, like, the, I don't know if you're big on sneakers right now, yeah, but, like, yeah. mids are, like, it's, like, it's popping now. Me, Percy, I don't like mids. Yeah, and everybody's, like, giving people shit, like, dude, like, let people rock mids if they like them, like, they like them, you know, and that is true, if they like them, they like them, I don't care, but... At times, I, I, I'll see people tweet about it, and I want to quote it, like, yeah, I'm not a fan of mids, or, like, mids are hella whack. Yeah. And I don't want people to be, like, you know, like, then dragging me for that. They're like, what's wrong with mids? Like, I don't, or they'll be, like, let people wear mids. I'm like, you're right. But I just, even little shit like that, where it's like, I'll stay away from it. Yeah, no. I'd rather not. Yeah, I, it, like I said, that Twitter is just a weird place. Yeah. It almost kind of, you know, I wasn't I wasn't too big, like, on the, on, um, what, what, the, what the fuck was that one website? Not pin. No, what is it called? Do you remember the name of that website where like, it was like a Twitter, like people would just post hella shit. Tumblr. Yeah. You know, oh, Tumblr. You, yeah. You did you use Tumblr? Nah, that was actually one social media I never done. Yeah. So I, I, I never done Tumblr. From what my understanding was, it, that was similar. Like Twitter is similar uh, to like a Tumblr. Tumblr was just all images though. Oh, it was all images. It was just pictures, from oh, what I know. But yeah, I think you can have captions. Probably. I I, like know. I said, I never owned Tumblr. From what I remember, I think it was just all pictures. I see. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm, I'm, I kind of fuck with Twitter. It's definitely a way Twitter's to stay informed. Dope. I love yeah, Twitter. Like, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. only I love it, like I said, business-wise. Like, that's the, how it got the, my brand popping. Yeah, it's like the... the. Uh, but I learned a lot of shit on Twitter, too, though. Like, like, like when it's like, like, when people talk about, like, history, or, like, we'll talk about, like, oh, what they didn't... Like, they'll start a thread... About like you know like black history or Mexican history, the or, like you know I the like threads, the threads, like or like even conspiracies, like some shit's like interesting. Like I have learned a lot of shit on Twitter. Like yeah. you know a lot of like people are like very educated on certain things, and it taught me a lot too. Like it's changing my mind about opinions on like certain things, especially how to handle cer- uh, certain situations too. Like I learned a lot about it. Yeah, but it's like educational too. So yeah, you saying, it's also toxic. Though. You see, oh for sure, <laughs> spend a little too much time on there, you might just you know it's toxic. Gonna, Twitter's yeah. just toxic as hell sometimes. Yeah. It has some crazy shit on there. Um, you know what I'm really fucking with right now are the uh, those memes with the stimmy. I think it says uh, deposit fourteen hundred deposit and fourteen hundred. Yeah. I'm telling you, dude, Twitter's like ahead of its game on certain things. Yeah. Dude. It's hilarious. Did you get the stimmy already? Oh yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you just woke up and you were like, oh, yeah, build different. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all work for that? Uh, <laughs> like shit, dude. Imagine, do shit for it. dude. Dude, people are impressed with fourteen hundred. Like it's crazy. Yeah, like they ain't never seen fourteen hundred before. But honestly, out of all the three, the first one and this one, I saved twelve. Yeah, the only the one I spent was, was the six hundred one because it's six hundred bucks. I was like, yeah. I, sp- I bought some shoes, bro. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I bought some shoes. Some shoes? Would you get? Some off whites. Off whites <laughs> with the six hundred stimmy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Some off white fives, you. bro. That ass. I bought hey, it with that, that stimmy. That was that Trump check. Yeah, hell yeah. Cause like six hundred <laughs> bucks. I was like, I Damn. could save it, but I was like, nah, I deserve something nice, bro. So I was like, fuck it. It's but the the first one and this last one I put aside. Yeah, it's so weird though. Like the government was. I mean, it took a pandem- a pandemic. And then be like, you know, let's just cut the people some bread. Like, you but know, not even that like, much bread, dude. Like, other saying, countries bro. got it like weekly and monthly. Bro. Really? Well, I yeah. mean, from bro, what I've seen on Twitter, but like a lot of other countries were getting it weekly. And monthly. I want to say that the average apartment in San Jose runs about 
two G's. So bro, I mean, like, think it's me only and, one. Bro, me and my check. boy German are, st- but we lived For in a studio. In a studio in LA, we didn't uh-huh. have like a bedroom apartment. We live, we just so said, like kitchen room, like everything out in the kid, open, right? Well, it was like it was fancy, bro. Like yeah. it was like a like a like a remodeled apartment. It okay. was nice as hell, bro. Like hella modern. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was hella small. Mm-hmm. Like it's like one big room, which is like we split it as like our bedroom and then like living room. Oh, but, yeah, like yeah. it's like both technically, and then it's a hallway to the kitchen. But like oh, okay. we had a nice view of like downtown LA and shit. Nice. Like it was really nice, but bro, like. Small as fuck. That wasn't hella small, but it was low key pretty small. Fourteen fifty, bro. Fourteen fifty, like for a month, just for me and him. That's but, like, a stimmy. Pretty much, bro. <laughs> so I'm saying it was expensive as shit, and like now it's like, and that was a learning lesson. That's why, like, with those stimuluses, like, I, I saved. Like right now, like I'm saving up for a house. Like, yeah. Now that like I'm like maturing and like learning how to handle my money, like now, and I hold the whole property thing. Everybody talks about, oh, you should own and buy property. And that's exactly what I'm doing now. So, like, I saved up. Ever since I came back from L.A., like. Just mindset um, is different. Mindset is different. And a lot of people, too, everybody thinks, like, when I, because I buy a lot of shoes. Like, I'm hella into shoes. And people think, like, oh, damn, like, early beginning, hella paid. Like, you know, you're making hella money off your brand. Deadass, dude, all the money I get from my brand, I don't touch. I keep two separate accounts. I have my personal account and I have my business account. So all overly like my brand got money, shit, but I don't. <laughs> like I really don't. Like my brand makes good money, but like I keep that all separate and that pays for the future like collection. So like and it's true too, because like I don't want people thinking like, damn, he's like spending like the money I like support his brand to buy himself some shoes. Or I'm like, nah, bro, like I don't touch that money. I don't spend it like personally. If I do, like with the whole like even last year when it was like uh the whole Black Lives Matter movement and they're doing like all those like donations mm. to support businesses and like the whole organizations like i'd spent i i've donated a good amount of my brand's money into that like i'll like i'll it's like stuff like that i'll touch you know my, my business account or like supporting local businesses i'll use that account too um but other than that like personal wise like personal like uh purchases and all that i don't do it's all personal like from my like bank account yeah man that's dope bro the, the, i mean like yeah, I already knew. Like, I was excited when I told you, because I, 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 I had I already had an idea. Like, I, I got to tap in with, with Danny. Bro, I didn't even um, think that you ever were to be honest. Like, not like on some like on some weird shit or hating shit, but like I remember when you just posted that story, and you're, you're using it as a topic for an episode, and I was like, oh, this is a good topic to talk about. But this is, that was just me just giving my opinion, and you're like, yo, let me get you on the show, and I was like, oh fuck, like yeah, man. I was uh, like for sure, like yeah, yeah, and and. Definitely, and it's all it's all like an experiment. Like it, I'm very I'm very much in an experimental phase right now, where you know just got the new setup. Um, I'm trying to think of a new format for the show, but I mean, like when it comes to uh, bringing on local uh, businesses, entrepreneurs, people that are from the city, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I definitely love to tap in with, with yeah, people sure. like yourself because. I mean, we come from the same place. No, yeah. yeah. You know and, mean? like, this being, like, my third podcast, like, I got to say, like, this is the best setup. And I'm not even hating on the other ones, you know, because the other two were, like, at Cribs. You know, you got to start off small. But yeah. as this is your first time doing this setup, like, it's dope as fuck. Appreciate One of the it, best setups I've seen. Hell just yeah. clean the shit. Yeah. Uh, it's It's been a trip. Like, <laughs> from the blanket. <laughs> from the blanket. Nah, that's yeah. how I remembered you by, like, yeah. the whole blanket in the yeah. back. But it's sick, though. Like, yeah, and, yeah. I, and like, even seeing this, like, having your own, like, space, like, it motivates me. That's why, like, I t- like when I was saying, like, how I'm saving up for a house, like, I think about it, like, do I want to get a house? Or, like, also, I kind of want to, like, you know, I have, like, a good amount of money saved up. And, like, I save, like, every fucking penny I get. 
just because, you know, I'm getting older, you know, I'm, I'm about to be 26 this year. And, you know, I'm still living with my mom and shit, but only because, you know, I help her out with, like, personal, like, bills and stuff and, like, rent and shit. Um, but, you know, I eventually, like, you know, want to get my own crib, you know, like, I'm not trying to be a grown-ass man still living, like, you know, like, with their parents and shit, so. But then also, too, it's like, I think of shit like this where it's like, you know, I have my brand and I'm not trying to, like, keep all my inventory, especially if I, as, I, as I grow, I don't want to keep it at my house, you know? And I think about, like, damn, like, maybe I should get, like, a nice little storage room or, like, a nice little warehouse so, like, I debate about that stuff, too. Like, and seeing this, like, kind of, you know, made me lean, like, damn, dude, like, maybe it's time to, like, you should, like, try to invest in your own little, like, warehouse type of thing. Yeah. And, like, my own creative space like this, you know, that way, like, I just do all my work on my own. Like, I'm on, like I don't got to be at home. Like, you know, I have my old laptop set up, my inventory, you know, like, I could ship out from there, you know, my new address for, like, shipping and, like, receiving, like, you know, packages, you know, if I get returns or anything like that. And, like, yeah. seeing this is, like, kind of giving me, like, the motivation to do that, too, which yeah. is... Which is six, like I said, I give you props, like having this whole like studio thing. Appreciate it, bro. Yeah, having having a space for business is definitely a, exactly, um, and it makes it gives it a professional a, look too. Like that way, I can have you know, because I have people like that do personal orders, they'll just come by my crib, and it's cool. You know, I'm starting small, but like I don't want that too. Like I, I want, I'm always about like the professional look. You know, what I mean, like it obviously it's like not as professional as I want it to be, but it's the only option I got right now. Unless yeah. like, I ship it out to you, yeah, but there's times you know there's people who just want to pick it up locally, like you know they just want to get their like their order ASAP. Like That's I'm one me, of those. I'm, I'm I like hate that. shipping shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I'm the same I, like you sometimes like even like if I'm on eBay looking for shoes and they're like they could be like in Oakland, San Francisco. They're like I'll ship it to you. I'm like bro, I could pick that shit up right now. Like <laughs> yeah. fuck the shipping, dude. Like I'll pick it up right now. Like I'm not dude. a patient person. Yeah, and I, I understand from that side. Like that's why I gotta give the option that if, if you're local, just DM me personally. You could just pick it up. Yeah. If not, then yeah, that's what the website's for. Straight like up. you know, order it and they'll just ship it to you. Yeah. There was um the beginning of the quarantine. We had a shitload of time. Free, I had a shitload of free time because, you know, I, I, I was laid off, whatever, right? And I was like, fuck, I mean, I kind of want to play a PS4 or something. So I was <laughs> like, let me look for a PS4. I went on Craigslist, and this lady was out in, um, I think it was Los Gatos. Oh, that's like and, right here. And uh, this is a time when the quarantine just happened. You couldn't find no PS4, no nothing in Everybody Target. Was Bro, there was no game. So I was like... <laughs> I was like, oh, I need the PS4. She's like, oh, okay, well, uh, I'll have to ship it to you. I was like, fuck that. I need that shit right now. I can go pull up on you right now. And she was like, she played me, but eventually. <laughs> I was about to say, so did you yeah, get it? Yeah, no, nah, fuck no, I didn't get it. But I'm like, bro, I'm the type, I'm so impatient. I'm so like, impatient, When yeah. it comes to ordering shit, like Amazon, like I just, like she knows. Like I, I just got my Amazon Prime account, but before like she'd be like, why don't you order it on Amazon? I'd be like. Fuck, do I want to order it? It's going to take two, day two days. Okay. And, like, I'm very picky, especially when it comes to clothing. You like, said you want to? If you know. want. You know, I think we should do a review. So, for people that don't know, Travis Scott just came out with. It's just ass. Drink. <laughs> um, strawberry, pineapple, or. Like, out of the three, my favorite was strawberry. As fruity as it sounds, sure. like, it's like. That's you right there. I think. This I is the best one. You know, just because it's more sweeter, like, that lime and pineapple is just. So, like, you know, I, too, tried this. The other night, and um, <laughs> you know, I'm not a big fan, but I fuck with Travis Scott. So to support Travis, like I'm like, you know, what? I'm gonna fucking grab a couple cases. That, that guy's in his bag, bro. That guy's in his bag, and, and you know, it's like how you were saying right now that you were motivated from the space, bro. <laughs> That right there was like motivation. I was like, bro, he's he got his own drink. Dude's but doing I mean, everything. he's he's he's, he's in his of, prime, bro. He's, he's definitely he's yeah. He's he's definitely there. the Michael Jordan of the rap game, and I think that's 
up for debate. I'm going to have to put that out. Like, the Michael Jordan of the rap game right now, bro, like, he's definitely... Wait, are you talking about? Wait, are you talking about like just of what he's doing, or are you talking literally just music wise? I want to say him as a whole, like, as a whole, like our as far as I could kind of uh, go and debate on that. With, uh, like, yeah, I had someone in mind, it. and I'm not even like a big crazy let's, fan. Let's of Let's talk about it. So my my <laughs> what I'm saying is that Travis Scott right now probably has the cleanest look for the public to where he's getting deals with McDonald's. He's um, releasing his own you know he's released his own hard seltzer his he did sharpies. music he's very he did what sharpies sharpies you didn't see that i, I, see I even that. quoted on twitter like he has his own cactus jack sharpies where it says it like how i was like he has like his own sharpie pens but yeah. instead of saying sharpie it says cactus jack that's, how that's when i tweeted i was like damn this guy's really in his bag yo yeah. like no but like so i feel like he's one of the only artists right now that could Build up the anticipation for a three-year album and kind of del- in delivery, bro. Like, what was Astro World? Uh, from top to bottom, the project was dope as fuck. It's crazy. Production now, everything. Like, actually, not even now. Like, I think like a year or two ago. No, yeah, a year. Yeah, last year is when I got. I was like, all right, you know what? This album's actually really, really good. To be honest, I didn't like it at first. Like, that antici- that anticipation was like like not as what I like thought it'd be or yeah. like, it, like it didn't meet to like my like my standard when it first came out i was kind of like oh it's, it's all right it's an outright album but it's like every album like it grows on you you know a lot of a lot of things grow on people like from shoes to music and that was one that really grew on me and now when i listen to it, i'm like dude this album is fucking it's a good ass album yeah I, I really try to um when it comes to like criticizing stuff like whether it's fashion uh music art i try i really I'm really practicing now more than ever, like trying to appreciate the actual like entirety of it. Cause yeah. you know, this, if you go back a couple tweets, um, you'll see, I, I wasn't too fond of the Playboy Cardi album. Um, the, the whole lot of red. Yeah. But you still think I'll, of that like right get, now? No, I'll get back to that. Oh, okay. But like about to say, with yeah. Travis Scott, um, <laughs> or with the, with these albums, like I, I listen to it now, like a good three, four times. And I hear the instruments, the production of the whole, like, uh, the whole project. The whole details. It's just so fire. Like, he, Travis Scott's Astro World is really... It's a very good album. Really good very album. Very good album. Yeah, it's going to age well. Oh, easily. But um, whole lot of red, I, I'm not going to lie. I gave it one listen, and it was, it was a little <laughs> tough on the ears. At first, it was, like, very different. It was cool. Yeah. But I, I didn't hate it, but I was like, okay, this guy really took it. And I'm a big... I was a big Cardi fan. Mm-hmm. Still am. I'm a big Cardi fan. Yeah. Um... But, yeah, at first I was like, this guy really took a different type of route. Um, but it's, it's growth, you know. Like, everybody's going to change their style. Because if you do the repetitive same style, same music, same sound, it's just going to be boring. Well, but the, my thing with Cardi is that I feel like... He, Old Cardi's a lot better. I, I for sure agree. But obviously he's not going to stay the same. I think it, that's tight. I think I, of Kanye. I think that's dope as fuck. Kanye's the same way. Kanye's whole progression... And he's a billionaire, like. Oh, but it's all the like discography, like the whole, you know, everything changed. Like Yeezus was the most hated album, exactly. and I feel like this album by Cardi is like another Yeezus. Like everybody hates like, it. Like I don't. And know. Yeezus to me is one of his one of Kanye's best albums. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure, like top three for me. It's Playboy Cardi's albums definitely in its own like pocket. Like a whole lot of Reds for sure my least favorite, yeah. but it's still a good album. Like I, I, I like a lot of like a good amount of songs on there. Yeah, I think That's we're fire. we're definitely gonna have to. See over the years how it ages because you know how like people go back and and 
and it just creates its own wave. Like yeah. a whole lot of red is fired like now, but three years ago when it first released, like people weren't ready for it. But um, yeah, that's like I'm definitely gonna have to go back and, and tap in with that. Uh, but but somebody that's I would compare to that type of music like Trippy Red just released an album, and he did? yeah, I don't and, even know that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like whatever about Trippy Red. Yeah, he. I mean, it's like mm. I feel like Trippy Red does what Playboy Cardi was trying to do well because that's kind of like his. He's very he's very versatile. You know what I'm saying? Playboy Cardi, everybody was like very in love with like. I want to say he I was comparable like he did, to Uzi. He did his like marketing right. It's just building up the hype. That's exactly he built up he a lot of hype. A lot of. I hype. mean, if he's getting bread, bro. Wait, well, see that thing with like you said, like trying to compare it with Trippy. Trippy was putting out a lot of albums, like yeah, consistently. And with Cardi, I feel like he did that long gap. I feel like it was a little too over of a gap, but like I mean, helped years. him out. Yeah. I mean, Christmas Day. I mean, he's still relevant. You know, what I mean, oh, like, every, everybody talks about Cardi, but um. Back to the original point, uh, I think Drake is kind of up there. Too. I was gonna Drake, just say Drake, that, Drake that was my rebuttal because I was like, I was like, Drake is putting the numbers. Drake, Drake high key is Drake okay, is but putting the numbers. Okay, but let's say Travis is Michael Jordan. Drake is Michael Jackson. You know what I'm saying? Like Drake is superstar. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like I want to say that. Michael, but okay, but you're putting like. Someone music to an athlete, and then someone with music to music. Yeah, but it's kind of just. But like, not, but like Drake. Kids, I get what you're trying to Drake say. Drake can seriously like sell out every single one of his show. I mean, yeah, yeah, I definitely jumped the comparison. But like, I think <laughs> I think that Michael. I still want. I'm gonna. Stick, I just I'm gonna like, stick to my I, I original. Think, statement. I think it's just because like Drake has been in the game longer. He has more mature fans, mm-hmm. and since Travis just got put into the game, not that obviously he's been in the game a little while, but yeah. his. Fans are you know a lot of a lot of, a lot of kids you know what I mean? yeah, yeah so I feel like that's the reason why like the you know, kids is just yeah kids just hype up everything and like yeah they did the whole you know what I mean like they just hype everything up and Drake, I feel like that's Drake what doesn't now. disappoint he's very like he, I mean he he, dude, he, he, got, he has his own brand with Nike you know how hard that must have been to get your own brand but I mean like you start your own brand with Nike Travis Scott ones though Travis Scott has know, his but own his had, own Jordan line. I mean, so does I mean, so does so is Drake. He has like, OVO. Yeah, man, I mean, the hype isn't as the same, yeah. but bro, he has his own brand with Nike. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, if 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 Travis got his own brand with Nike, then yeah, I get it. But like the fact, I feel like that's like that's it's hard to Honestly, do. Honestly, I don't. I mean, you don't really see. And Travis. I feel like Nike's very cutthroat and like very you know hard to like, even get like a deal with. Yeah. So the fact you got to start your own line with them, like I feel like that's very. Tiny did it first. That's crazy. And he was like, Oh, not exactly. I mean, he just he just made his own rapper. shoe. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. He didn't start he, a line. He, he started a line shoe. now yeah. with Gap, like the whole Yeezy line. That's crazy. Have you seen any apparel? I saw, like, leaks on Twitter. Is but, it like, even out? Like, I feel like nah, that was supposed to come out like, either this year or next year. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's them. And, and I think the network for, for it is already, like... Oh it's yeah, it's up there. Oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. The anticipation for it. Yeah, see, but... Yeah, like, you gotta give your respect no matter what. Like, this guy designed his own shoe... Yeah. And and people really God. thought he was crazy. Like I mean, I think Kanye. You know how hard that is, like to design your own shoe and make it pop in, like to become because everyone, like like you said, like Travis, like he's using a shoe that's already been created. Yeah, he didn't create like his own silhouette, mm-hmm. which is a lot easier. True, but the fact that Kanye designed all these like shoes and they all sell out, like that's that's some crazy shit. Which I saw you were a fan of the four fifties. They're fire. Yeah. I got hella hate on my Twitter, or not my Twitter, my Instagram for that. Yeah, I had hella I, people comment. Like, some people comment like, yo, like, not gonna lie, you're right. 
But I had some people tell me like, "You're fucking crazy." I think they're pretty. F- they're they're sick, dude. Like, I don't it's think very, I can personally very, rock them. It's very like you know, out of you know people's comfort and out of like you know out of like out of the box, you know. But they're a fire, especially like, I've seen pictures of people like rocking them on feet. That's just fire. I mean, I, I I check that out too. I just personally don't think I could pull it off. Like, you know how it's kind of like a sock. I can I don't. I don't. I don't know, bro, because you're rock, you're rocking up tempos right now. Like yeah. I always felt like I can't pull those off, and the fact yeah. you're pulling them off like says a lot. Because I mean, those are some hard shoes. Yeah, to pull I think off. we both got some some heat right now. You know, <laughs> this this is the sneaker show now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Nah, my union, bro. I love. How the did you unions. come across the unions? Uh, eBay. eBay is my eBay, go-to. Bro. Really? Fuck stock eggs and go. Well, actually, no. I like goat because I use goat. But Bring fuck stock eggs. But eBay has been where it's at. Like eBay is my. I don't even fucking take a drink. Mm. It's not getting any better. It's not. Honestly, I'm already feeling buzzed, and I don't even drink. <laughs> Dad really yeah, I really don't even drink. Strong. Did you want? Uh, yeah. what, what flavor? Lime. lime? Oh, okay. <laughs> I got you. I don't think. Oh yeah, I think the lime is kind of cold. But yeah, you were saying um, um, sneakers. Yeah, no. Like ever since quarantine started, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just treat myself. And I, I mean, before StockX and Goat. The only thing available was eBay, like straight up. Like eBay was the first StockX and the first GOAT. And that's how I started off. And then eBay, yeah. Um, and when the quarantine started, I was at home chilling, bored, and I wanted to buy some new shoes. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna check out eBay again. And first pair I bought, actually, my memory came up like literally like a couple weeks ago for it. I bought some Black Cat 4s for retail, worn the, once. The OGs? The, nah, the new ones. Oh, the, the new the, ones. The re released ones. Um, what are those hitting for? Like now, years? dude, they're brand new. It's like six hundred bucks, bro. Six hundred for brand shit. new. It was crazy. Those shot up like crazy. And this guy, he's from the East Coast. He posted them up. He's like, I'm not message because I always message people on eBay because that's how you get the best deals. And what I do is I message them on eBay. I'm like, yo, what's the lowest you could do? Shit, I put everybody on this game. I sure you could even take the same advice, bro. I've put a lot of people on this. We gotta game, write this down. I'm just kidding. So I go on eBay, uh, look for the shoe I want, just find it. Just love all the fuck out of them? No, I don't. <laughs> I message them, and I'm like, yo, what's the lowest you could do ship to San Jose, California? Message me back, and they'll tell me their price or what it is. And I'll be like, all right. I'll be like, do you have an Instagram I can message you on? And most of the time, they'll say, yeah, because they know it, too. Like, well, for them, it's, it doesn't matter, because eBay doesn't tax them right now. Since eBay's new into that sneaker game, they're doing the whole, like, they legit check your shoe and tag it, like how StockX does it. Um... But, but eBay taxed the buyer. So me, I got to pay tax and shipping where instead I could hit this person up, hit them outside of eBay on Instagram. And I'll be like, all right, um, what's the best deal you can do? And they'll give me like the best price, including shipping. And I'll be like, all right, bet. And they'll send me an invoice through PayPal. And I don't got to pay any tax or anything. I just pay the flat price that they want. Nice. And I do that every single time on eBay. So I just find them on eBay, take it to Instagram, and I get all my shoes like that. And that's how I got these. That's tight, dude. And I got them for, like, way cheaper. <laughs> Wait, so, um, yeah, those are fly as fuck. I actually just seen... Uh, I got both, too. I got the guavas, too. The guavas. Oh, that's like a white... It's like it's a like all cream. Cream pair. Yeah, yeah so I, I got, got both. It. I had to get both. Did you see that they just released um, a photo of the Union 3s coming out? Those look kind of cool. I, uh, mean, I think the, you, it was the the white was and like a like black cement on the back, right? It had the cement, yeah. Had the cement. Uh, that was a custom. 
What was it custom? Yeah, by Chef. Yeah, Chef Hugh. I'm or out of like this. That. I'm out of sneaker game. Fuck. <laughs> Bro, I'm on top of that. I, I follow all that getting, shit. I'm getting I played. It did look a little funny too. It's a I cool did, custom. He I, posted it because of the rumor being leaked mm-hmm. how they're coming out with the three this year, and this guy who does custom, I actually follow him on Instagram. Yeah. He's super dope with it. Um, he did his own custom take on it, and they're clean as fuck. Like yeah. I like them. Um, but yeah, that was just like a custom shoot. And honestly, what? I'm curious on how they're gonna look like. What about the royal? Um, not the royals. The, I think it's another Fragment coming out. Are you into the Fragment? Fragment? Fragment's cool. Yeah. But Fragment's just a collab brand. Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't come out with anything of their own. Yeah, what's it's the just... story on the Union? Like, where, I feel like I just started seeing that, like... What, what is Union? Yeah, what is Union? Union is a store that started out in New York, but now takes place in L.A. And uh, Chris Gibbs, who's the owner of Union, did a collab with Jordan Brand. And when they first came out, it was a Jordan 1. And the cool thing and perfect timing when I was living in L.A. is when those those when, uh, those came out at that time. And my boy German, he hit the raffle. So I got my pair for retail. Really? And Why now, he didn't want the pair? Or he didn't? He just No, like, so let me tell you this crazy story, yeah. actually. I'm going to just share this one. This is super yeah, crazy. Yeah. So the Jordan 1 unions came out in November of 2018, and that was the time we were living in L.A. So it was perfect timing. And my boy Dylan, dude, shout out my boy Dylan, like, who's my partner, but He's the one that reminded me. He's like, hey, yo, like, uh, Union LA raffles pop coming up. And I'm like, fuck, I forgot. So I followed him on Instagram to keep up with it. And I've literally, because of him, if it wasn't for him, if he never texted me that, I would have completely forgot about the whole raffle. So day came up, and I told I told my boy, Jeremy, I was like, yo, I need you to come with me tomorrow to, um, to pick up a raffle ticket to enter for these Union ones. And I showed it to him. He's like, oh, okay, like, I got you. I was like, all right, bet. So I originally wanted the Storm Blue ones. Like, those are, like, the f- most fire pair that I've seen, and I wanted them. I needed them so bad. So I told him, I was like, you know, enter for these. And he's like, all right. So we went to Union. You know, the Union's, like, we stayed in downtown L.A., like, or in Koreatown. So we weren't too far from, like, uh, like Melrose and Fairfax and La Brea and all that, those streets. Um, so it was, like, a 10-minute drive. So we rushed there, got our tickets, and we entered, at, like, that later that night. A um, couple days go by. And it was the day they announced, like, we email everybody back already. I never got an email. I get home from work. This dude is still home. He's like, bro, I won. And I was like, you're lying. And um, he's, like, I, he's like, I swear, dude, I got the email. And he showed me, and I was like, no fucking way. So I'm, like, excited. I'm like, yo, I'm about to get my Storm Blue ones. Like, hell yeah. Like, retail. Fuck yeah. Like, I remember resale at that time was, like, over a band. I think it was, like, 16, 1400 at the time. And I was like, cool. So I was super excited. I'm like looking at this email and I'm scrolling. This guy entered the wrong color. <laughs> so it was for the black toe pair. And I was like, fuck. Like, it was a cool pair, but it wasn't the one I wanted. Yeah. So I'm like kind of bummed. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, I, I get, you had one job. Like, you had one job. And this guy, <laughs> this guy made me feel bad. He's like, bro, you're acting like a fucking brat right now. Like, I just won you a fucking pair for retail. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know what? You're fucking right. Like, the I am crazy acting, part is that I'm acting like a little bitch and like a little brat, like a little kid right now. Like, you didn't get me the right one and shit. So I was like, all right, you know what? You're, you're right. So it whatever. It wouldn't even be that big a deal if these shoes didn't hit for a band, bro. Like, sneakers, like, going for... It's the market and the plus? whole game is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, back then, like, when I got into shoes, like, back then, like, $500 can get you a grail. Did you see what happened to the, the, uh, who was it? Was it the... God, this thing got me fucking buzzing. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it Jesus, does the job. dude, I gotta stop. <laughs> no, but, um, who 
was it? Was it the vice president of Nike that that had their son like reselling a shitload of? Oh my god, that shoes? story! That's insane. That, that's a, that story. See, is but it's motherfuckers like that that be fucking up. Okay, fucking see, up that's where everybody's getting the idea the from. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not gonna get into it, but there's a lot of like stories. And I'm not saying, like, I'm hella, like, I know everything about the sneaker game. But, like, when I was reading the articles and, like, pages and what they're saying, and I've watched videos of people saying their opinion on it, there's a lot of stuff you got to go through to, like, I'm not saying, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just so much to it, that whole situation where I feel like not everything that they're releasing is true. Uh, like, I feel like not everything. All I know is that he, those pictures where <laughs> he's flexing with, like, Fucking stacks, yeah. bro. Okay, I, let's I'm, just let's just let's just take a guess. Like, let's say I'm that, not even trying to say I'm defending the kid or his mom. Yeah, but I feel like there's no way in hell. Like, straight up, like I'm like 99 percent sure I, that one percent could really take a huge toll on me. But I'm 99 percent <laughs> sure she did not get him all those pairs. That's a oh, lot of fucking like pairs. That's a lot of fucking this. pairs. And you got, and I remember I was watching a video, and someone I forgot the YouTuber I was watching, but he pulled out a lot of facts and dates. He yeah. homeboy pulled out a lot of receipts on that whole situation, yeah. and this kid been reselling like from the jump. Like he went to college and he's been reselling. Yeah, and a lot of those stacks of, were Yeezys too. I mean, like there's no way in hell she got Yeezys. Like that's Adidas, you know? Yeah, and there's it's a lot. It's definitely the narrative could be fucking painted, however. Bro, the resale game is legit and straight up. Like the reason, straight, oh, yeah. it's straight money. The money's there. The money's there. So People will drop. So I feel bands. like, and especially when you're in the resale game, and like you're, and especially him living in Portland, that's where Nike's at. For sure, he got connections other than his mom. So he for sure got a like a backdoor plug. You know, everybody's all about backdooring now. Like everybody has a plug on that. Not everybody, but like a good amount of people have. Like if you're up there and you got well connections, you could yeah. backdoor a lot of good sneakers. Um, and I feel like part of it of him was that too. Like not all just his mom. But like I said, like everybody has their own take on it. That was my take or part of my take. I just feel like a lot of it isn't true. People are just trying to stir the pot. It's, it's social media, dude. Like everybody's trying to stir the pot, and make it seem like all fucking. Yeah, everybody's crazy. gotta. We got. We have to have something to talk about on Twitter. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like they're gonna make up all these stories. What's the most you would drop on a pair of shoes? <laughs> like let's, I let's would. Off, let's yeah. Let's start off with what's the most. You would drop on a pair of shoes, and what's the most that you have dropped? I'm gonna finish my shoes? union story because I feel like if oh, I say yeah. my price, oh, yeah, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. say my price, I'm gonna get judged. But <laughs> we'll get yeah, we'll get back. to Anyways, you. so long story short, my boy hit, and I took him to the drop. He got my black toes, super fire, but I really wanted my storm blues. So I couldn't hate or be mad at him, whatever. I was happy, but I fucking bought these. I bought unions for retail. I waited a couple of days and, you know, living in L.A., there's a lot of resale stores. So I was wait, I, I followed ran, uh, round two and I was waiting for them to post a size nine Storm Blue. Luckily, a couple of days after, I think like a week later, they finally posted a Storm Blue size nine. I went straight over literally like early. I left work early, dude. I literally I had work that day and I left early. That's when I had like I had, a, I had an appointment or some shit. I made some sort of excuse just to go to round two so they didn't sell it. Mm. Went straight there, took my black toes and I was like, I just want to trade. They're down, so I was like, I did a straight trade. Really? They did a trade? That's tight. So I got my pair like that. And then, anyway, so then, so my boy German hit one pair in, well, raffle in store for retail. The Saturday comes up for the online release. This guy's like, oh, I'm going to try to get a pair for myself. And I was like, all right, cool, you should. So this guy, so me and him were, like, sitting in our apartment fucking, you know, refreshing for the union drop. I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get the black pair now to go with my my Storm Blues. 
So this guy, my fucking connection sucks. It froze on me. My fucking whole thing crashed. This guy was able to check out. He hit his pair. Got the whole confirmation. Was solid. I'm over here waiting in line still. My shit's like all fucked up. <laughs> so this guy, my boy Jeremy just hit the second pair for retail. And he's like, all right, cool. Like, I got my pair, blah, blah. He got the black toes first. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to try to get the blue ones now. And I was like, all right, sick. I'm still waiting. And this guy's like, like, literally about to check out for the second shoe. This guy checks out again, fills out his information. It goes through, got his second Whoa. confirmation. He got the blue toes for fucking retail. And this is on what website? The Union website. The Union oh, the Jordan Union, website. Oh, this was yeah. actually Union, Union website. yeah. I was about to say. Union like had, sneakers. well, it wasn't Union, but it was a Union Jordan website. that They yeah. just did the website for the special release. Sneakers app don't be hitting for I fuck shit. Sneakers app. I never yeah. hit shit, bro. Yeah, but this guy, Wait. he just hit the third reunion pair for retail. So my boy oh. German hit three unions for retail. And all right now, if you look it up, they're all 2000 now. Two, two grand and up. And that's a big flex. He flexes about that till today. I flex it too. I'm like, yeah, my boy hit three unions for freaking retail. That's wild. And yeah, so he hit two. He saw both the unions. He still has it till today, like both retail. So kudos to him for that. And then, um, and what was retail like? Two fifty? No, one ninety. One ninety. These oh, are yeah, two fifty. Yeah, yeah. One ninety plus tax and like shipping. And then like later, a regular Air Jordan One is probably like one sixty, one seventy. <sighs> One one seventy. Yeah, exactly what it was. And then finally when I came back home, I moved uh I moved back to San Jose and the black toe unions kept popping up on my explorer page on Instagram. My boy German kept wearing them and I'm like, I need this fucking pair. So um I had to like make some moves and I had some sneakers to to trade for it. So I sold two shoes because um, I found somebody on Instagram that was selling a, a pair in my size. This guy wanted 800 bucks for it. So I was like, fuck. I was like, all right, I can, do, I can make that happen. I'm willing to spend eight. But I wasn't going to spend eight of my money. Like, when I try to, how I do my shoes now, if I see something I like, I'll sell some personals to get what I want. So what I did is I had two personal pairs, sold them for eight. And that's how I bought my, my Union Black Toe. So I technically got them for, like, retail in a way. Yeah. So that's how I try to work my magic. Yeah, man. I mean, I see a lot of people doing that when it comes to the sneakers. Like, I can't just, spend bread like. Yeah, they. I did it once, and that's how I was gonna tell you like the highest. I oh would yeah, pay. so yeah, so let's go back to it. What's the most that you've ever spent on shoes, and what's the most that you would spend? Oh man, the most I've ever spent um, was in twenty seventeen. Uh, I bought the off white Prestos. The first one. Oh, those be hitting too. <laughs> the off white Prestos is the most expensive shoe till today. What is that, like 14? Actually, technically not. It's the second most expensive. I'll, I'll say the next one after. But that one's different. What did those hit for? A 14? A uh, G? <laughs> Easily a G. I, I spent 12.75 on them. 12.75. That sounds about right. This is in 2017 though. That's such a right now, person. right now that those shoes right now for brand new are like 2800, Shit. close to three, brand new. I would never fucking spend that. I though. believe it. Hell no. Yeah. But so at the time <laughs> that was the most, and I don't know. I till today, I'm like fuck. Why did I spend that money? 
but whatever. I mean, I'm financially stable now, so it doesn't it doesn't affect it didn't affect me in any like long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I treated myself like I had quit my job for the first time in my life you to do my wild out. to my <laughs> brand. I was like, fuck it, I'm yeah. doing my brand full time. I'm getting fucking bread. I was like one of those arrogant motherfuckers with yeah, money. Yeah. I did like a whole. I'd like so. Oh, it was when like those orange hoodies came out, or not the orange and yellow with the with the flannel. But I had to cancel it. Oh, okay. It was that okay. collection. And that's the, the collection that made me go viral. So I made over so many hoodies and I sold the fuck out. I made I, I literally made over what I expected. So I had like at that moment I did spend a little bit of the money that I got in, but this is when I was younger, so like I wasn't thinking straight. I was being dumb. Um but yeah, I cashed out. I treated I quit my job. I was doing it full time, so I was like, yep, I'm gonna treat myself. Um and I spent twelve seventy five on it on GOAT. I bought it off GOAT. <laughs> Spent twelve seventy five. My mom was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" That's like, a check. Shh. I was like, "Fuck it." And ever since then, I was like, <laughs> you "Said the money shovel." I was like, "Fuck it." So never again. And you then said, you said twelve seventy five. Here's fucking twelve. I remember. I remember like that weekend Texas. too. I sp- I bought them. I spent that much, and I remember my friends had bottle service at Myth that weekend, and I was like, "Shit, let's go to Myth too." <laughs> like, I I swear I was like big baller, bro. I didn't even have that much of my money in my account, bro. I swear <laughs> I was hella balling, but yeah. I did not have money. Um, and then, so that was like, for the longest time, that was the most I ever spent. And after that, I was like, I could never spend that much again. Like, I, I, I remember I told myself, I won't spend more than a thousand. And then finally, the year after came 2018, it was a couple months before my moving day to LA. The UNC off-white ones came out literally around, right around the time of my birthday. And I was like, I need these. Cause the UNC ones were like one of my favorite Jordans of all time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, now that they have an off-white collab. Those did to go crazy. And that's one of, like, the original, like, main colorways. The off-white uh, collab was like, I need that. Like, I have to have those, like, for sure. So my boy German and I went to L.A. We took a trip. Motherfuckers are strong, now. I have to stop drinking it, dude. Like, oh, there's so much left. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm not a big drinker, and I hate tequila. Like, I'm not, I do not, I can't do tequila at all, but... Um, anyway, so we, we took a trip to uh, L.A. We went to SneakerCon L.A. And that was my goal. Like, I took cash out. I mean, I went to the Chase. And I set my limit. I was like, I'm not going to spend more than 900 on them. Yeah. Because the, uh, the resale price was between nine to 1000 at that time. They already It was like a month or two after they released. And I was like, 900 is the most I'm going to spend. Because I already told myself I'm not going to spend over 1000 or 1000 alone on shoes again. Because after those Prestos, I felt like, I felt like shit. Like I was like, why would who who would spend this much on shoes? Do you still have them though? Oh fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> I, they're, they're t- I don't even wear That's them. All that I, I wore them like no more. Like, I kid you not. I probably wore them three times. Wow. And now they're just sitting in there. They still look clean. Everything. Oh, like, clean as shit, yeah, bro. Clean. Yeah, Actually, sure. maybe a little dirty at the bottom, obviously, yeah. but they're still clean as shit. I haven't worn them more than three times. Yeah. Um, wow. And so we went to LA, took out nine hundred like bucks, and I was like, this is my limit. Like I gotta I gotta hustle somebody for the Jordan UNC ones. Walked around, I was fucking searching, bro. I was like straight hunting at SneakerCon. Like I wasn't even looking at it for no other shoe, just straight up those. Found a couple pairs, but everybody wanted like a thousand plus. First pair I found that the guy was like negotiating with me. He was actually a shop out in Berkeley. I forgot the name. Dude, dude was cool though. And I told him I was like, "Look, I got nine hundred in my pocket right now, cash. If you're down, I'll take these off your hand right now." Because he was asking, he's like, he he wanted a thousand, then he bumped it down to like. 985 or like 960 some shit like that and i was like bro like 900 is literally all i have right now like i'll give it to you and he's like he's like, i don't know he's like you know what he's like go make your lap and he's like come back to me if you don't find nothing or like give me your number and i'll text you and i'll let you know so i was like, all right bet so i walk around i'm still looking for the shoe found this young kid 
Young black kid, bro, with his mom, bro. This kid was like, kid, you know, like 16, 17. Hustling, bro. He had a whole fat table of just Jeez. heat. And I'm like, and I told him, I was like, bro, how old are you? I think he told me his age. He was like 16, 17. Dude, this kid was hustling, bro. He had the pair, size nine. And I'm like, yo, like, work with me here. Like, come on, bro. I just drove from the Bay Area. <laughs> and how old are like, you at this time? This is 2018, so I was like 23. So you're 23 negotiating with a well, 16 year old. 16 year old, bro. And I was like, <laughs> like come on, bro. Th- I, I was like, bro, I, ne- I was like, you have That's inventory of the m- money I probably owned in my whole life. Like, straight up. This guy had everything. Like, this kid was stocked. This kid was a I real mean, hustler, legit straight reseller. Air mags and shit on the table. Probably I don't know, air mags. We had a lot of Yeezys, a lot of off whites. Like, kid was in a lot of Supreme and Bape. And all. This kid was stacked, bro. Like, this kid was a hustler. And I started negotiating with him. This kid, this kid was not budging, bro. This kid was a straight hustler. <laughs> so I started negotiating him. I was like, bro, like, I promise you I'll come back and buy more shit. <laughs> and then I told him, I'll put you on. I'll shout you on my Instagram. I was like, I have a brand. I'll put you on to a lot of people in the Bay Area. I was, like, trying to make it seem like I was popping out here. <laughs> and he was like, all right, fine. And, like, finally, after, like, 30 minutes of hassling this kid, bro, he's down himself for 900 He sold him to you for 900 I had a hassle. Oh, bro, I was bugging this kid, bro. I, like, bugged him, dude. Like, I know he was getting annoyed at my shit. Like, yeah. I knew for a fact he was about to tell me, like, dude, just leave. Like, I didn't want to sell you them shits anymore. I was That's hassling crazy. him like crazy. So I'm in the pair. Literally, right when I got my pair, I looked at my phone. Like, I was walking away, and I was, like, so excited. I took my phone to take a picture. Dude from the Berkeley table texted me. He's like, all right, bro, like, let's work a deal. And I was like, I texted him right away. I was like, I'm sorry, bro. I just bought my pair for 900 oh, shit. And he was like, oh, all good. And I was like, shit. Whatever. It'd be like that too. I was like, the whatever. Opportunities always come out. Yeah, but so I was like, whatever. Oh well, like I paid what I wanted. Met with my boy German. He was like, oh shit, you found him. I was like, yeah. And after that, we just cut. Like literally, that's all I went for, and we just dipped after that. And I went back to my cousin's crib, and like my my sister, my cousin, and like my sister's homegirl was there. And like, oh, let's see these, because I kept telling everybody, like, oh, I'm like we're going to this thing for like to find some shoes that I want. And, like, I kept bragging about it. Like, I was, like, telling everybody, like, I'm looking for these shoes, looking for these shoes. So, finally, I got back to the crib, and they're, like, oh, let's see these these crazy shoes you're, like, hunting for. And, like, you came all the way out here for them. And I showed them, and they're, like, you know, you know the UNC off-whites, they're all, like, or, like, the off-white ones are just hella deconstructed and yeah. ugly. You know what I mean? So, they're, like, ew, like, you spent $900 on these shits? Like, they're, like, talking all this shit, and I'm, like, whatever. Like, they're fire. You're going to see. And and then like my sister's home like homegirl was like hell, like giving me shit about it like she's like you know she's older so like you know to them they're like well, how how can someone spend that much on shoes? Um, then recently I just went to LA literally like a week ago literally last week and I seen her for the, like not for the first time but I finally seen her and we we're talking about that I brought that subject up and I was like do you remember that time like you're giving me shit about those shoes that I just sold and she was like yeah what about them or she's like oh you still have them and I'm like no I sold them last year literally I sold them last year. And um and she was like, oh my god, how much did you sell them? I was like, I sold them for eighteen hundred dollars. Did you sell them for eighteen? I sold them for eighteen hundred dollars. Oh, where? At Soul Supremacy. Holy Soul Supremacy, cash out eighteen hundred? That's insane. Shout out Soul Supremacy. They definitely. I definitely well, I did store credit though. Oh, I did store credit, why. so they bumped it up because they had a pair that I wanted. Yeah. Cash out was like seventeen something. Yeah. Well, it was damn near eighteen hundred bucks. You yeah. round it up. I like to round shit, so yeah. they offered me seventeen something. So to me, I'm like, I'm gonna say eighteen hundred. <laughs> and they had a pair of Chicago ones. OG twenty fifteen Chicago ones, mm. size nine, for like nine hundred. And I was like, I'll do a trade and they'll be and then like I was like cash and they'll they told me like we could do a trade and I'll give you cash on top. And I was like, fuck yeah, like I get the, my grail plus cash on top. Another I'm like, I'm fucking down. You wanna know a funny story? Well, I mean it's just something funny. You know who Fuzzy Tube is? Yeah, he's like from Fremont, right? 
I guess so. Nice. Well, I fucking pulled up to um, Soul Supremacy one time to get out some Yeezys. And fucking Dude, bro, behold, Shout behold. out to Soul Supremacy, bro. They're the plug. They're the plug. They're the best. I, I, I drive to them all the time. Yeah, somebody robbed them a couple years back, man. Fuck I think I remember that. that. I remember that. But but like I walk up to Soul Supremacy to get off a couple of J's and some and some Yeezys, and uh, fucking Fuzzy too was standing right there in front in the front like on the phone, and he looked hella serious. I was gonna say like, like oh bro, what's up? Because you know he's kind of like goofy on YouTube and shit. But I, like, I never really watched his videos. I just heard of him and knew yeah, who he was. Yeah, I. Definitely seen him on the gram and YouTube, and he was very like, a, very much a character. But, um, and then he like kind of like went kind of like I don't know. There was all kinds of crazy shit that was going on with him after I had seen him. But yeah, Fuzzy too. <laughs> I seen that guy. Yeah. I seen that guy. Man. <laughs> I guess he's from Fremont. Yeah, he's from Fremont. Shout from what, I, what I've heard. Yeah, yeah um, I hope that guy's doing good. But yeah, so my home, my sister's homegirl was like, "What you sold for that much?" I was like, "Telling you, like," and that's when she was like, "She didn't, she didn't know." She's like, "I didn't know shoes." Yeah. Or like a stock investment like that. I was like, oh, yeah, they are. So I was like, it was worth it for me. It really is. So I rubbed it in everybody's face. I was like, y'all made fun of me, but look, I just made a smart investment. And I got the grails I've always wanted, which I'd have to spend a dollar on. Like, I bought them for the, pretty much the same price I spent the UNCs on. Plus, I got, like, a, a, close to $700 on top of, like, cash. Yeah. When, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but usually when the sneakers are about to drop, those prices are spiked, like, like you know, yeah, so you like know, they'll have it before the release. So like, I remember the Travis Scott sixes were hitting for like two G's when they first were coming before they even released. Funny story about that, dude. Yeah, those are the one and only shoes I ever hit retail. That's pretty tight. But they were hitting <laughs> for two G's on like Stock X, I believe. And wow, then, a rack. Uh, no, it was, no, it, it was went, like it went from. One thousand pre release, like pre release was yeah for sure like, probably two. One, but when they came two. out. Um, it dropped back. I went more. to Soul Supremacy to trade them in. When they came out, I hit for retail. The only fucking hype sneaker I ever got, and they were hitting. Everybody was buying them. Like I remember, Fix Kicks and Soul Supremacy posted their buying pairs. My size was like a little over twelve hundred, and I emailed them and I'm like, "Yo, I have a a, a size nine coming in Monday. I want to do a trade for the Travis Scott one lows because they're about the same price." And I was like, are you guys down for to do a trade? They emailed me back hella quick. And they're like, yeah, bring them in Monday. Went in Monday, bro, straight trade. And now, dude, they go for like 700 bucks. It's crazy how much they did. Yeah. So I did a perfect investment, too. Like, I, I get lucky with certain shoes. Yeah, I mean, that one's kind of, I mean, it's already passed. I mean, what it's it's a, it's a, I love green, that. bro. Like, dark, yeah, no, olive like, green and dark green are my favorite colors, yeah, like, as you can tell. But, like, I that think, shoe was hard. I, I, I'm not big on sixes, though. Those 450s, I think, are only hitting for like 450. Or, like, yeah. The Yeezys? Yeah. Yeah, like, I think they're like a little over looked, 300 like, bucks. Yeah. Um, but like, anyways, what I was trying to say is just like, there's just been so many sneakers already. Like, I mean, so much shit comes out. You know what I mean? The game's saturated. <laughs> like, yeah. whatever's hot, we'll just... But like, right totally now, like, I'm, I, I'm right now I'm just scooping up every single pair that I love this upcoming year. Like, yeah. every every sneaker that's came, in, that's came out already that I've wanted, I picked up already. Like, I'm already three pairs in. I'm about to be fourth next week. Like, You know, I've been very, like... And I'm very picky. I'm super picky I'm with what I want. I've definitely just had my back towards the sneaker game. Like I, I just it hasn't really been like same catching my eye. Same like yes and no. I only get the shoes I really, really love yeah. and want. Like there is some cool shoes where I'm like, and eh, like they're dope. But like if I don't get them for retail, I'm not gonna pay resale. But there's shoes where it's like I'll cash out yeah. for sure. I think I'm definitely probably gonna get back into the game. It's definitely been it's definitely been picking at me. Like I've been like, mm. there's, 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 like, like there's times where it's like I'm like I told myself like all right, no more buying shoes. Yeah. 
and fucking like images leak of like some badass shoes. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, yeah. y'all just taking my money, but. Like next week, the bacon '90s come out. The Air Max '90s. See, I, I haven't even seen that. They're they're, so it's a, it's like a it's a re-release. Yeah. So um, that's a, a bacon print. No, like bacon color. It's it's a boutique store or like a sneaker store in um New York mm. that came out with them in like '04, and they're re-releasing. Mm. So they're just doing it again. It's a fire shoot. Yeah, I might have to check that out. Damn, those Travis Scotts be hitting. <laughs> That was, that was good. I mean, it's weird because it doesn't taste that good. But then as you slowly start sipping on it, it's like... Mm, I haven't God. even ate shit, bro. <laughs> I haven't ate That anything. was me, bro. That, I haven't eaten anything right now. And I have like a light headache because I'm feeling this shit. And The only way to kill it is to keep drinking. <laughs> oh, this guy. Just kidding. But um, are all three still on? Nice. Yeah, dude. We literally killed a good two hours. Ah, <laughs> shit. And, and I feel like there's still so much to talk about here. <laughs> That's how it was with my first podcast yeah. that I got on. Like, their thing was, like, War Radio. and Shout out them. I, I definitely with, seen them. With, with Josh and Ant. Yeah. That was the first time I ever got interviewed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that, that we did a YouTube video of all that thing. Yeah. That was, like, an hour and a half, like, video. And we they cut a lot of shit out, too. Like, we talked a lot about, like, a lot of shit. And that was, like... They had to narrow it down. Even the video, they're like, they even said when they got done, they're like, yo, this is a long video. So when I posted it and re- like promoted it, I told people, like, yo, like, if you guys are bored or on a road trip or like got nothing else to do and y'all want to kill, just watch this shit. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I, to be honest, when, I, when it first came out, I was like, yo, nobody's going to watch an hour and a half video of me. Like, I'm not that fucking popping or cool, you know what I mean? Like, and dead ass, like, a lot of people straight up told me, like, and I asked them too, like, yo, don't cap. Like, if you watch the whole thing, you know, tell me. If not, it's cool. Dude, that's like, I've had a good amount of people like, no, I watched the whole thing. And they're like, it was a good video or yeah. a good, like, interview. And I was like, damn, y'all real ones. That's tight. Yeah, dude. I was like, I didn't think I was that interesting, to be honest. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't I, think I was that interesting. I've always had this idea to start the podcast. Um, I think uh, Breakfast Club, Nardwar, um, for sure, no, no Jumper, like, a bunch of stuff, like, um, was inspiration. But I can tell when um, that questions you asked me, bro. Like yeah. you brought up questions I haven't spoke about since those, like since that time. Yeah, and even right now, like I mean, like it's it's a it's like a interview format. But I mean, like it, it's it's definitely to bring um, to bring uh, your story stories, like you know, from people like you or whoever from San Jose to really get out there. But then, like, you know, once we run it again the second time, we're going to talk shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, we're going, yeah. like I'm really just trying to introduce the people that yeah. are in the city, that make this city, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, hell yeah. And, you know, uh, like like I said, man, congrats to you. You're doing, Thank you. You, you really make, you make, people like you make the city look good. And it, I, I get, like, a lot of people tell me that. They're like, they should have told me, like, dude, you're really putting, like, San Jose on. You're really, like, you're doing really good. Like, people tell me I'm really inspirational. And I find that so crazy because I deadass still feel like I'm at, like, the bottom of the bracket as, like, a brand owner. You know, like, when I think of, like, hitting your goal, it's, like, you have your own storefront or you have, like, a good following. Like, I have, like, a decent following, but, like, I don't have, like, oh, I'm not hitting, like, over 10K followers. Like, you know, some of these brands that I follow, like, there's a lot of brands that I follow that are, like, popping, popping, you know, like, that I love. Like, still low-key, you know, people probably not everybody has heard of, but still up there. And yeah. people to tell me, like, people from high school tell me, like, like you know, you, you inspire me, this and that. I'm, like, and there's people that have gone to, like, school. Like, a lot of my friends from high school went to, like, have gone to college and graduated. And a lot of them, like, make me feel like shit sometimes. It's, like, they'll post, like, their cap and gowns and their graduation diplomas. Like, sometimes I'm, like, 
I tell myself, like, fuck, did I, did I do the right route? Like, did I take the right route, like, of doing my brand and not... Because, I, dude, I've never been to college. Like, I never even stepped foot in a college. And seeing my friends or people that I went to high school with, like, graduate from, like, San Jose State or Berkeley, San Francisco State, like, everywhere, like, it kind of makes me feel kind of shitty because it's like, fuck, like, they're out here doing it. And then I tell them that, I'm like, because they'll tell me, like, dude, you're so motivational or, like, inspirational. I'm like, dude, really? Like, because I feel the other way around. Like, you really graduated from, like, a university. Like, at times it's like, I do think about, like, cutting ties with my brand and just go to school and just do something different. But at the same time, I'm like... I don't know. I don't, there isn't really anything that catches my attention that I want to go study. Like I, I like, I love fashion. Like I can talk about clothes and sneakers and brands like all day, every day. Cause like, I, mean, I hated school. I hated high school too. Like I didn't even, I, did, I barely went to high school. Like I ditched all the time. Like I hated it. Like school was not for me. Like I'm lazy as shit too. Like give me assignments <laughs> and homework. I'm yeah. like, cause I see people post like, I mean, I don't know if you guys go to college, but I see the assignments y'all post or like, people doing essays and like when they vent about it and people talk about dude i just cried like for an hour about my test or this and i'm like dude that just sounds fucking stressful like yeah, when i see does. people talk about like them crying and like stressed out of their like their mind i'm like dude yeah. i'll kill myself like yeah. i cannot like i give so much props to people who go to school and college like yeah. kudos to them and like shout out to like, y'all bro, my, my girl makes me feel like shit she always shows me all her, she shows, she has her certificate and all that good stuff. I'm just like, and she's like, you got a podcast? Like, what? No. Dude, dead ass. I'm like, people tell me, like, you have a brand and like, you, Shut up, babe. like, real talk, dude. Like, they'll be like, you have a brand? I'm like, like, you have a fucking diploma. Like, yeah. I got a high school diploma. Like, that's yeah. it. You know what I mean? I mean, no, but uh, all, all jokes aside, like, I mean, much respect to, you know, people that are going to school and then there's people Dude, like ass. you too. I, like people, it's com- like almost what you're doing. Because I take that risk it's where it's comparable. like, I, I can't, it's, I can't fall on nothing. It's a risk. Because like, like if I, if let's say like my shit just don't go no boat, like I wear it at all. I got nothing. <laughs> like that, like, I literally got nothing. It, like this, this and stuff, I, I, I tell myself that I get scared every single time I think about it. You want to know the um, benefits to what, and this is just like, per, me speaking personally, um, you know, I'm, uh, I'm just assuming that you've, You've gone through a few of the same uh, things I've gone through. But, um, you know, what you really benefit from are the experiences. Because what school doesn't necessarily, um, you know, give you the chance to do is, like, like you're really going in head first into this business shit. You know what I'm saying? You didn't learn this stuff in high school. Oh. You, weren't, you weren't taught how to... Uh, it, have you gotten an LLC yet? Is it licensed? Well... This is I all, have this my is seller's permit. Okay, cool. Uh, that's about it. Well, that's for you to be able to like go to like pop up shops and like. Where I could have my own stand. Exactly. And, like, I have my own permit. I could sell like anywhere I want. That type of shit is not really talked about. Like you're learning math. Or, I'm like or whatever it is. I had, I had my mentor. You know, yeah. I give I give I always give a huge shout out to my mentor Eric. And every single podcast I've done, like the last two, I've always shouted him out. And yeah. I'm doing it again on this. But my one. point before you talk about Eric is just like same thing. The same. You know, I would say the same amount of. Um, you know, effort that somebody puts into going to school, like, you do the same thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you've definitely started something from the ground up. And I don't know you, shit about business. Failed. I mean, I'm sure you failed oh, plenty. plenty of times, right? Plenty. Like, you're... you're I lost hella money. Exactly. Like, that's... The, and same thing with school. Like, it's an investment. You're investing in yourself. And exactly. you just... You didn't go the same route. But, yeah, you were saying you, you had a mentor. I had right? a mentor. He gave me, like, the pretty much the basics on how to start a brand. Um, but after that, like business wise, marketing, everything, I taught myself, like I didn't know shit about numbers and 
like on how to run a business you know what i mean like i didn't go to school i went to high school that was it and after that like i had my mentor tell me little things here and there but as in how to run a brand and like obviously i was still i mean i was 18 too like i was 18 young kid and i learned as i went you know as i like as i went by and shit but even then like even till today i'm still learning like there's a lot of stuff i could still learn like all the designers I follow, like, that I look up to, like, I still learn from what they post and shit. And I know there's a lot more once I get into the industry and, like, you know, if I ever get my own shop and find a warehouse and, like, I get, like, my own like my own personal production team that strictly prints and produces all my garments, like, I'm going to learn from that, too. And, but, yeah, like, everything was self-taught. Like, I didn't go to school for business. I didn't go to school for, like, math or anything. Like, I got I do numbers and, like, everything myself. Inventory, shipments, emails, Everything's all like just a solo job for me, but isn't it just lovely? That that <laughs> I fucking love it. Like I, I do just, love it. I, I love like it. It's it, cool. It's it's so dope. Just, it's, and just because, bro, I'm not meant to have a job. Like every single job I've had, I've not. I've hated it. I hated what you it. Mean is that you're just meant to be the boss? Straight up. Like I worked at a at a different. Like I left mainland. I worked at another store at at Oak Ridge Mall, and I pretty much, in a way, I got fired. In a way. Technically, and We've my boss there, at the bro. time. We've all been there. Uh, it was over some dumb situation. Can we talk about it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Hey, wait, where, can we talk about where where it was? Nah. All right, but can we talk about how you got fired? I'll, I'll tell you. I, how you get fired I, on your day off, Craig? <laughs> I, I'll tell you where it was. It's just like not not on some like bad blood shit. Yeah. Like I mean, not on some bad how blood guess, shit. How you get fired for but boxes? even like aside from this like this job I'm talking about like. Yeah. When I worked at like FedEx and when I worked at like Lowe's and when I worked at like the warehouse, this Forever Twenty One warehouse in LA, like every manager, I had, even when I worked at Nissan when I moved back from LA, like every manager and boss I had, I beefed it with every single one. Like I hated my shit. Like it's just like I'm just that type of mindset where I hate being told what to do, and that's how I know. Like that's what pushes me. Like I gotta do this brand shit because I'm not trying to work for nobody. Like fuck, I look like working for the white man. You know what I mean? Like hell no. I'm trying to write people checks, not get paid. You feel me? Like, I'd rather do it the other way, you know? Like, instead of them writing me a check, I'd rather write somebody a check, you know, for working for me. Yeah. And, yeah, every single job I had, I got into it. Like, and I noticed that. Like, it pushed me. And then it's till him, till that point of him telling me um, on my day off, you know, because I didn't get scheduled. Like, oh, the, the, the situation shit. happened oh, on Black Friday, bro. Oh, shit. I was late to work on Black Friday, and it's Black fucking Friday, dude. The parking is fucking ridiculous, dude. Everybody's gone to the mall on Black Friday. It took me 45 minutes to find parking. 45 minutes. And I got there, like, I don't know, like 30 minutes earlier than I, I should have. I got there 30 minutes earlier. So, technically, it took me over an hour to find parking. Like, it was that crazy. And I was circling the parking lot. And I texted um, my manager at the time. Um, I, I texted him instead of the owner because the owner's there. Like the, bot, like, the big boss of the store was there. But I, uh, but I know he'd be busy and shit. So I told my manager, like, hey, yo, like, I'm, I'm running late. And I'm, but I'm here, though. I was like, I'm looking for parking, but I'm running late. He didn't get back to me, which I figured. I mean, he's working. He was busy, Black Friday. You know, the store's going to be packed. So whatever. So he didn't hit me back. I finally found parking after fucking I don't know how long. Far too. Dumbass fucking far. And finally get in. I'm like 45 minutes late, I think. But I told him before like my shift started. Like I'm here, but I'm looking for parking. I walk in. I see my boss. You know, this motherfucker's like, hey, like, hey, Danny, what's up? And I'm like, oh, what up? And um, this guy sees me walk in like all the way. You know, he sees me walking in. I walk, go around the, the, the like the counter to like about a clock in, 
and he's he's at the counter like on like about to ring somebody up and i'm about to like you know hop in and like clock in and rap over, like he stops me he's like oh no it's cool bro you're like you can head out and i was like what he's like no that's no, cool like you like you just head out like you're like you're good for the day and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, I was like, what do you mean? I didn't even say what the fuck is. I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And then like that's when he could like at first he was being all jolly, like, oh no, it's cool, bro. Like you could do it, like hella jolly and shit. And I'm kinda like, what, motherfucker? Like, what? You know, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to assume, but like I kind of feel like I know what job it is. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Cause, do. Cause no, said, like I said, no bad said blood, jolly, bro. and I can only imagine one motherfucker being jolly, bro. That's hella funny. It's not but, mainland, bro. I'm gonna tell oh, you. Okay, that. all right, it's cool. not mainland. <laughs> it's of, not mainland. No one's talking about that? Yeah, but it's not mainland. <laughs> it's not mainland, bro. That's, I left mainland great. for this job. That's great. And so, but sheesh, man, he might even watch this. He probably won't. This guy too busy. He has me on Instagram. We still follow each other, but I doubt he's not gonna watch this. I don't really care to be honest, yeah. but it's something I'm gonna straight up speak up. But and this guy's like, and then finally, like after whole jolliness of him telling me dip, I'm like, I should have said like what? Like I should have said what? Like an attitude? Like what? And then finally, he took it to serious mode, and he's like, bro, look at the time. And I'm like, I was like, I texted so and so. Like I told him I'm late. You know, I, I was like, it took me, and I started cussing. Like, I'm like, it took me over a fucking hour to find parking. Mm. And he's like, bro, it's Black Friday. Like, you should know better. And I'm like, I was like, do you not just hear me? Like, I got here, like, over 30 minutes early, and it took me over an hour to park. Mm. Like, what don't you under fucking, you, you want to park in the red zone or, like, park in the middle of the damn street? I was like, you know, pay for my car to, like, to get out the impound and get towed? Like, what? Mm. And then, like, um... And he just kept telling me, he's like, he's like, you should, you should have known better. I'm like, okay, what? I'm like, I gotta beg my mom and dad to bring me to work. Like, what the fuck? I'm a grown man, bro. Like, I'm not gonna tell them that. Like, just because it's Black Friday and I gotta like, you know, do your little shit. Like, I came, motherfucker. Like, what? What more do you want? Like, I came. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And at that point, at this job, I'm like getting sick and tired of this, like the little bullshit they had me doing in there. And he just, and then like he's just telling me like he's like he's like bro, just dip. And I'm like, and I should have said like in front of customers too. I was like, man, this is fucking bullshit. Like, this is fucking whack. And like I had to like my coworker, she seen me. She was like, "Hella kind of like, this is awkward, you know." And I did, and I was like, "Man, fuck this shit." So I did, and we would get our schedule every Sunday for like the week. And he would text it to us. Sunday came around, he he didn't text me at all, and so I'm like, "Okay." So I waited till Monday. I was like, "Maybe he'll send it me like in the morning or something." I woke up early, nothing. So I was like, "All right." And so I texted him. Oh, so I texted my two coworkers and I was like, hey, y'all got the schedule for this week. And they didn't want to get involved. Um, the manager at the time, he had it, but he was just playing dumb and wasn't trying to pick sides and not trying to get it. He's like, oh, like, no, nah, I don't, bro. Like, I don't have it. In my head, I was like, how the fuck do you not have it? You're the manager, dude. Like, you know what I mean? So I was like, whatever. I can see what you're trying to do. Like, it's good. So I texted my other, like, coworker. She's my homegirl, too. And I was like, hey, like, do, do you have the schedule? And she's like, yeah, I got it. And she, like, sent me hella quick. My name was not on there. And I was like, oh, okay. So I texted I texted my boss at the time, and I was like, yo, like, what's up, bro? Like, I'm not scheduled for this week. Like, like, am I even going to work or what? He's like, come in tomorrow at 4. And he's like, and we'll talk. And I was like, oh, okay. I know where this is going. So I come in at 4, and this dude's like, he sees me. He's like, all right, let's go to the back room. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I already knew what was going. And we walk into the back, and this dude, the first thing he asked me, he's like, do you even want to be here? Like, straight up, do you want to be here? And I was like, I'm going to be honest. Like, no, nah, I don't. I was like, I really don't. And he's like, all right, like, you answered my question. And then, like, I kind of went off and, like, I was telling him shit. And, mind you, during this time, like, uh, it was, like, very, like, bad timing for me. Just because during that month, like, right before Christmas, or Christmas, I'm sorry, Thanksgiving, my grandma passed away. 
So I needed some days off, you know, for the funeral and like, you know, like, you know, everybody takes like, you know, what do you call it? The personals, um, personals, but there's like a certain word, like a bereavement. Is that what it's called? Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bereavements, yeah. right? Or something like that? I'm not that. sure if that's the term. I don't know if that's the right word. I know word. what you're talking about, though. But legally, like, you, you, you're supposed to take those, like, when it comes to, like, people passing away, especially, like, immediate family. Bro, this dude gave me, a, like, a hard time to get those days off for, like, my grandma's funeral. And I was kind of like, are you for real, bro? Like, you're really going to get mad? I was like, so that's why I was like, oh, you're that type of boss. You know what I mean? Like, it's just business for you, which I get it. Business is business. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, like, come on, dude. Like... Like, how can you be that type of, like, a person? And so, anyway, so, like, I was already beefing at that point, and, you know, like, he was giving me shit for having the days off, and, like, I was like, damn, bro, sorry, I'm trying to, like, fucking go to my grandma's funeral, dog, but whatever. And then so we're in the back room, and we're, like, going back and forth, and then he's like, you know what it is? He's like, he cut me off, he's like, you know what it is? He's like, you remind me of myself when I was younger. He's like, he's like, you clearly don't take authority. Like, you can't handle and take authority from anybody, and, like, you just don't like being told what to do. He's like, I'm the same way. He's like, why do you think, like, I own this store and do this? He's like, I see you're on the same route and want to do the same shit. So he's like, he's like, I motivate you to do the same. He knew about my brand and everything. And I told him, like, I'm leaving. I'm moving anyways to L.A. Like, he knew about my move. Mm. And I told him, I was like, well, I was planning to quit anyways. And you knew that since day one. So I was like, I'm planning to go to L.A. And I'm trying to just do it full time. And he was just like, all right. And, like, at that point, like, he said what he had to say. I said what I had to say. And I just, we just cut ties after that. But ever since then, I'm like... And he told me, he's like, you're just not meant to have a job or you're not meant to be bossed around and you're trying to be a boss. And ever since then, like, yeah, it's true. Like, I can't stand having a job. And when I went to L.A., like, I had a job there because I had to pay my rent, you know. My brand wasn't going to fully pay for it. Even then, bro, I got into I got into it with the managers there. It's just, just annoying to me. Damn. It's pretty, pretty motivational, though. Because, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I actually kind of hear the same. I hear that quite often. Like, you know, there's there's just a point where you realize that you're not meant to take orders like that. Yeah, like it, it's like to a certain extent. Like obviously, when you have a job, you have a job. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, the responsibility. But it's the thing. It. I did what I had to do. That's the thing. Like with me, I clock in, do what I got to do, clock out. You know, I do my time. I don't. I don't do overtime. I hate overtime. Like I don't do that. Like I'm not that desperate for money. You know, money. Like money is good and important, but it's not so important where I gotta like give my whole day to it. You know what I mean? Like I'll do my eight hours. That's it. Clock in, clock out, go. No friends, no nothing. Like. Like, I, even at my old job, like, people were always tell me when I moved uh, back and I got my new job at Nissan, my coworkers would be, oh, let's hang out, you know, do this, do that. And I'm like, nah. <laughs> like, I, I take work, just work. Like, you know, you're just my coworkers and that's it, nothing more. It's rare when my coworkers become friends. Like, the only ones that became friends was my coworkers from mainland. Like, those are my homies for sure. And then the few people from FedEx, like Jesse. Like, Jesse became, like, a good homie for me. And till to this day, we still talk. But other than that, like, my mindset's like, you know, if you're my coworker, you're my coworker, that's it. Yeah. But even then, like, when I came and I, mo- I was working at, like, Nissan, like, I beefed it with my manager all the fucking time. Like, I was sick and tired of that shit. And so when I get it, when I got laid off, I wasn't even that mad either. So I was like, cool. I was planning to leave anyways. And that, and honestly, like, that, this whole pandemic and me being laid off, it's like a curse. It's like a, like a blessing with a curse. Because now it gave me the opportunity to do my brand full time. And now I can do it full time. If it wasn't for that, I'd probably still be working at Nissan. Like, straight up, I'd probably still be, like, if it wasn't, like, if COVID-19 never happened, I'd probably still be miserable at Nissan and doing my brand on the side. But because of that, like, it really pushed me, and now I'm, like, doing it full-time officially. And, like, now I'm my own boss. Like, I just do what I want. I don't got to hear shit from nobody. And I have my, my own time schedule of, like, doing, like, orders and collections and all that. So it feels good. That's dope, bro. Player moves only. That's a great way to fucking, that's a great note. <laughs> it's, been a it's been a year. It's been a year. I'm, dude. I'm 
You sound good. Chilling. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's dope as fuck, bro. Well, two hours, two hours. That was a good. That was good. Yeah. We really, we really went off, and and like I said, um, that's a fucking well, long time. Damn. I think yeah. It was already two hours. <laughs> and and my whole goal with this is just to, um, oh, you know, fuck the times right there. I didn't even notice that. Hell yeah, oh, we got the timestamp on there. Um, but you know, I just really the goal is to uh, bring an introduction to the people that you know I have on the show, and then you know eventually we're just gonna be chopping it up and talking about whatever we got going on and yeah. whatever's going on but danny bro fuck with you man appreciate Likewise. you for coming by man i appreciate you having me this on the, here yeah yeah this is the oh uh first off is there anything you got coming out or anything that you want to uh promote uh that ass those varsity jackets it was gonna be my first time creating a piece from scratch and i'm really looking forward to that so that'll be coming out this fall and winter. I mean, it is some time. We're still early in the year, but I love hyping shit up, and that's something for sure I want to hype up and want everybody to, like, to cop because that's going to be one fire jacket. I feel like that might be the jacket, and I'm putting a lot of work into it, and it's costing me a lot of money. Hell yeah, man. So and expect a good high retail price. Like, it ain't no Fugazi, like, little cheap, you know, H&M or Forever 21 leather jacket or uh, varsity jacket. Like, it's a legit, going to be, like, a legit jacket. Oh yeah, and where where can people find your stuff at, and where can they uh, find gear, uh, find your apparel? So you could follow my uh, brand page on Instagram at overly underscore underscore. So it's I L V E R L Y underscore two underscores actually, and then you could get on uh, my personal page, um, both Instagram and actually all three. My Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter is all Danny Trips uh, T R I P P Z. And then my website's overly.com. Hell Very yeah, simple. Man. That's the Player Moves Only podcast, the Flies podcast in the city. And we out this bitch.